pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right. And now I'm off to Texas. Thank you very, very much. I know there's a lot of... I know, I know there's a lot of questions, but there's a lot more that has to be made clear. And I'm going to hold on that until we get more information. A lot more needs to be made clear to him. How's he going to answer questions? Because crap, we're, you know where. Anyway, good morning. Trey Ware here, KTSA. All in a fired up mood this morning because they're doing it, man. They're stealing it from you. We're going to get into all of it. There's Don. There's Chris. There's Elaine. And the phones are always on at 210-599-5555. So have you bought your locking gas caps? Have you? If not, I think it's a really good idea to have locking gas caps. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Especially if you're in the city much, especially if you're in an apartment. If you're where other people might be, it's probably a good idea. If you go to the Walmart, if you go to the HCB, wherever you might go, man, it's probably a good idea to have yourself a locking gas cap because you're not putting gas in the tank anymore. It is solid gold, baby. You're talking about in addition to the locking gas flap? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, crowbar gets the flap, then they can just stick it in a hole. Once the flaps open, they stick in the hole. That's what they do. And they siphon it, start sucking on it, and siphon it right out. You better have a locking gas cap on top of that. Because it's liquid gold in there. Oh, I love how the newest virtue signal. You remember how for two years it was mask? I'm wearing a mask because I'm protecting you. You're safe because I have a mask on. So I'm special. I'm really smart, and I'm really a wonderful person. Look how wonderful I am. My mask, it matches my shirt. It says Biden-Harris. Isn't that pretty? I have a gorgeous mask. That was all the virtue signaling for uh, two years. Now, I'm paying high gas prices to stop Putin. That's That's the latest virtue signaling. CNN correspondent yesterday. People we've spoken to over the last couple of weeks, they're okay paying higher prices if it means holding Russia accountable for what they are doing in Ukraine. But these prices are likely going to creep higher. It turns out Americans are delighted to be poor and helpless. They love it because poverty means holding Russia accountable. Not Putin's poverty, of course. He's not going to have any poverty because guess what? He's selling the same amount of oil. What the president did yesterday will not, will not affect Vladimir Putin. It's going to affect you. Stephen Colbert makes $16 million a year. He drives a $150,000 car, and he says, I don't care if the gas goes up. I'm fine with it. Listen to this. I'm willing to pay. It's important. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon. Because I drive a Tesla. <laughs> he makes $16 million a year and drives a $150,000 Tesla. You think he give two spits about what a 30-year-old single mama of two kids is trying to make 
on a shoestring budget? Do you think he cares when you're going to HEB and begging, please let me get this? I got to feed kids at home. Do you think he cares? Kelly Blue Book, the average cost of an electric car in 2021 was 51000 It's gone up since then. Maintenance is anywhere from 1.6 to 2.3 times more expensive. Median family income in America is 67K. How do you do that on 67K? You don't, and that's the point. As I told you a lot yesterday, and you're going to hear me say a lot more, this is about crushing the middle class. This is not about war with Russia, although we're in a war with Russia now. We are officially in it, and I'll tell you more about that. You know, I have friends who do like Uber and Lyft you know, just to get some extra cash. Yep. And I'm wondering now if they're going to stop doing it just because it's going to cost them more to They're going to have to. Because now your Uber's going to go up. Everything, every everything is connected to oil, and everything is going to get more expensive. George Takai said yesterday, you know, Mr. Sulu, Americans, we can endure higher prices for food and gas if it means putting the screws to Putin. Consider it a patriotic donation in the fight for freedom over tyranny. That's what George Takai said. Really? Well, George Takai is a multimillionaire actor or actress, whichever he's claiming to be these days. Same thing is true with an NPR correspondent, right? Uh, you're paying this guy's salary, Scott Horsley. He said rising gas prices actually don't have a major impact on most American households. Is that correct? Do rising gas prices not affect you at all? Are you unaffected by rising gas prices? Because that's what National Public Radio is saying. And why wasn't it a... Uh, what, what did he say, a, a donation, uh, a patriotic donation? Yep. Why wasn't it a patriotic donation in self-confidence to put up with mean tweets? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, George Takai said there's a patriotic donation in the fight for freedom over tyranny. Meanwhile, China stepped in yesterday. They said, well, we're going to buy an increasing stake in Russian energy and commodity companies. China Foreign Minister Wang said earlier this week that China-Russian ties remain rock solid. I don't want a foreign minister named Wang telling me it's rock solid. The two countries had already been had strengthening ties. China has double purchases of Russian energy products to nearly $60 billion over the last five years. The power of Siberia pipeline began sending gas to China in 2019. Gazprom... Already in talks with China over another route that could be signed this year, eventually allowing it to ship fuel from the gas fields that supply Europe. Bottom line is, this is not costing Putin a thing. It's costing you. Because numbnuts in the White House can't figure this out. Oh, speaking of numbnuts in D.C., you know, we're about to, like, close down the government, right? Because I don't know what Congress does all day with the 200 grand plus all of their expenses and health care and everything we cover for them. I don't know what they do all day. I really don't. But it's certainly not what the Constitution tells them to do. You know what the Constitution says to do is put together a budget every year and send that budget to the president for the president to sign. That's what the Constitution says Congress is supposed to do, but they never do it. And, and all we do is we end up with continuing resolutions, right? How many times have you heard, well, we're facing another government shutdown. We're facing another government shutdown. We're facing another government shutdown. Well, guess what? We're facing another government shutdown. I had a conversation with Chip Roy about this yesterday. It's on my page, TreyWare page, KTSA.com. Shut it down. Shut it the hell down. 
Sick of it. So get this. This is from RollCall.com today. Today's the deadline for them to put uh, put forth this uh, omnibus bill so that government continues to stay open and operate. They don't have the bill. <laughs> they have to have it in committee this afternoon. It's going to be thousands of pages long. Thousands of pages long. Thousands. It is one and a half trillion of your dollars. One and a half trillion taxpayer dollars. Fourteen, well, let me say this. Fifteen billion for COVID. COVID is Ovid. And they're putting fifteen billion for COVID in there. But it will pass. And here's why. The largest employer in America is the federal government. Every time I say, shut it down, I hear from people, I'm going to go broke, I'm going to go hungry, I'm not going to have any money because the government's not going to pay me. I don't know what am I going to do? So we get another one, and we get another one. This one will pass for sure. You know why? There's $14 billion for Ukraine. 14 billion for Ukraine. What that means is it's going to pass 100%. <laughs> you find me one person in Congress right now that is going to vote against that money for Ukraine that they're putting into this omnibus, omnibus bill. You find me one, and I will make a donation to your favorite charity. <laughs> I got land over here. <laughs> in the middle of Arkansas, it's oceanfront property, right outside of where Don Morgan's is, man, and you can go lap your toes in the, in the Atlantic Ocean in Arkansas. You know, it's just, it's it's like every day, you're just, you're swatting flies every day with these people and the people who are taking it right in the shorts, and I hope you're enjoying it, is the American people. The American middle class. What does Stephen Colbert care? His $16 million check is guaranteed. He doesn't care. What does Joe Biden care? He doesn't care. Joe doesn't even know where he is, much less care. Folks, the same day that he made your gas prices go up, the same day that he said your gas prices are going up, the same day he guaranteed your gas prices were going to go up, and him saying, well, I can't do anything about it. It's Russia's fault. That's exactly what he said. We have the sound. The same day he gets on a really expensive airplane that burns th tens of thousands of dollars in fuel every hour and flies to Texas for a campaign event. Now, how's he going to relate to that 30-year-old single mother of two? How's he going to relate? How Stephen Colbert or George Katai, Katai, or any of the others, how are they going to relate to that 30-year-old single mother of two? All the meters been turned off. All the gas meters been turned off in Seguin and McQueenie. Had a big uh, system crash out there, according to Centerpoint Energy. Uh, Elaine's going to try to get in touch with their spokesperson so we can find out what the gas problem is out there 
I did uh, ask Elaine a couple of days ago to get me Sarah Gonzalez, and we'll see if she's able to come on the show. Because now it's breaking news. I had it days ago, but now it's breaking news on the, on the news channels. <laughs> Sarah Gonzalez works for The Blaze. She is a reporter, commentator for The Blaze. She went to a little Bobby O'Rourke fundraiser the other night, uh, event, town hall kind of thing. And when he, when everybody took out their phones, as they do all these things, to record and take pictures, she was, according to her, accosted by one of little Bobby O'Rourke's people, came over and tried to rip the phone out of her hands, and then a cop who was hired by little Bobby O'Rourke to provide security at the event came over and manhandled her, trying to shove her out the door. Everybody else was fine. They could hold their phones up and record. Sarah was not allowed to record. And so I had this story several days ago. Hopefully she's going to be out now. It's breaking news, you know. There are Fox and everybody. Oh, she was manhandled. She was manhandled. She was manhandled. So hopefully we're going to be able to get her on. If not, I'll just tell you the the rest of the story as time goes on. Boy, the weather is sure crazy right now. This is one of those. This is that week we have every year in the springtime when we go up and down and up and down until we just really start to go up. And the go up time begins next week. We really take off, and that's it. We're done with winter next week, and we'll really start to take off next week. But today it's going to be mostly sunny with a high of 67. Tonight's going to be clear and chilly. Tomorrow, sunny and pleasant with a high of 74. Friday, cloudy and much cooler. High only 54, and the weekend begins the warming trend. We're at 30. This is a perspective that our European allies share, and the future where together we can achieve greater independence. Um, okay, so this is a big, big topic, and we'll be carrying this on for quite some time. But they are now framing this as clean energy or nothing. Clean energy or you lose your independence. Trey Ware here, KTSA, 210-599-5555. They are all, all these people that are all about the Green New Deal and transitioning to this uh, this green energy thing, which is going to cost you more and it's going to break bankrupt a lot of people. And that 30-year-old single mama with two kids at home is not going to be able to afford to make this transition. We have oil and gas now. We have more than we could ever use now. But what they're saying is if you want liberty and freedom, if you want to live a free life, if you want to live in freedom, you have to give up oil and you got to go to uh, electricity. That ch- We're going to buy that electricity from China and China will control it. Sounds pretty brilliant to me. Now, I've said from the beginning on Ukraine and Russia, don't believe everything from, from either side, okay? Because you're getting a whole lot of propaganda out of Russia. Vlad is a bad guy. Vlad has killed innocent people. You're getting a whole lot of propaganda out of, and mostly propaganda out of Russia. But folks, you're getting a lot of propaganda from the American media in favor of Ukraine. A lot of that's not true either. Ukraine is not silky white. It's not your beautiful blonde bride in a silky white dress, pure as the virgin, and walking down the aisle to meet you. That's not Ukraine. Ukraine has been corrupt for years, for years. May I remind you of Hunter Biden and the money from Burisma and Joe Biden making money out of Ukraine. And son of a bitch, I got him fired. Remember all that? Ukraine is not all pure in any of this either. So as you are uh, listening to the news accounts on Fox and CNN and wherever you're getting your news, 
Take both sides with a grain of salt. You need to, folks. You need to take both sides with a grain of salt. Here's uh, something for you. Victoria Newland, the Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, talking to the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and Senator Marco Rubio, she said this. Um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has... Uh... Hang on to it a minute, Chris. So Marco Rubio's laying the groundwork to cover for Ukraine. And you'll hear that in the end. We're going to play the whole soundbite for you. He's, he's covering for Ukraine. But what you cannot see through audio is her shaking and squirming and moving around in her seat. The body language is super important here that you cannot see here on radio. But she's a squirming. A squirming. All right, go ahead, Chris. Ukraine has... Uh biological research facilities which in fact we are now quite concerned Russian troops Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of so we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or uh, or attack inside Stop, of Ukraine... Stop, Marco. No, you let it play, Marco. Is there any doubt in your mind that 100% it would be the Russians <sighs> that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Oh, it's, it's classic Democrat technique, right? But, Marco, you, you can't know that. <laughs> There's no way you can know. You're, you're talking about a future event, and so all he's trying to do is say, blame Russia. You can blame Russia. Blame Russia in advance? Well, if this stuff is released, it's Russia who did it. Come on, folks. Again, Newland is the Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs. And it came out yesterday in this hearing, the federal government, our federal government, U.S. federal government, United States federal government, is working with the Ukraine government with numerous Pentagon-funded biolabs bio in Ukraine. Numerous. What the hell are they up to? Why is our Pentagon funding numerous biolabs in Ukraine? The more I learn about places like Wuhan, the more I'm learning about Ukraine. Wow. Wow. She was scared spitless sitting there, squirming around, afraid of, in fact, her quote was, we are working with the Ukrainians on how we can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of Russian forces. What are they doing? What are we doing? 
question of the day. I did during my predecessor's first year. Oh, this was so easy. Joe, why are you making it so easy on me? Can you not up your game again a little bit, baby? This is so easy. This is like fish in a barrel. All right, so we've heard this one over and over again. We heard, we've heard it from Jen. Now we've heard it from Joe. Jen and Joe Show. Coming soon to KTSA, the Jen and Joe Show. We've heard this. This is so easy. Domestic oil production in 2021 was higher than it was in 2017. 2017 was the first year of Donald Trump's administration. In the first year of Donald Trump's administration, they were coming off the Barack Hussein and the Joe Biden administration, who had caught domestic production to almost nil in their four years. Donald Trump took the first year on Capitol Wells, getting, <laughs> getting the restrictions off, and increasing domestic production. In 2018, 2019, and 2020, the succeeding years of the Trump administration, we pumped more oil than ever in the history of our country. So Joe Biden is correct when he says last year we pumped more than the first year of the Trump administration. That's true because he and Barack had killed domestic production and it took a year to ramp it back up. And this stuff about the 9,000 leases out there, and they're not drilling. We got 9,000 leases. They're not drilling. Well, first of all, you're not approving. You're not approving pipelines. You killed the pipeline that was running across the country that was going to deliver 800,000 a day. So who's going to drill more? Who's going to invest in that drilling? Who's got the money and going to invest in that drilling? If our government is saying, I'm killing that industry, if our government is saying, which they said yesterday, that the only way to freedom and patriotism and, and your way of life in the future is going to be to get off of fossil fuels and over here to, to green new energy, you know, solar panels and windmills and batteries. That's the only way forward, they said yesterday. Who's going to invest in an oil well that takes decades to make it produce and get it to the market. Plus, they're not approving. Joe Biden says, we got the 9,000 that they're not even pumping from. They can't because the federal government under Joe Biden is not approving the final uh, step in the process. Let me put it this way. Look at it this way. You go to the car dealership. You look around. You make the deal. You get the financing, you get approved, you're ready to get out with a car, and the dealer won't hand you the keys. <laughs> All right? So there's your car sitting on his showroom floor, but he won't hand you the keys. That's it right there. That's what Joe Biden is trying to mess in your brain. He's mess. He is such a liar. Uh, John, go ahead. You're on. Trey, all this anti-oil rhetoric is is really um, against Texas and Texas history and its potential, its natural resources, and the 
um, the natural consequence of that it pushing is the Republic of Texas. Okay. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. 210-599-5555. Now, Biden released, by the way, if this got by, by you, it probably did because you probably didn't see it on Fox or CNN or anywhere. Biden released the 20th 9-11 hijacker from Gitmo back to Saudi Arabia yesterday. He's making deadly un-American deals for oil when we could just produce more here. And the folks over in Saudi Arabia won't even take his phone call now. He's been calling. This is the American president. He's been calling to beg them to increase their production. Think about that. Your country... Undoubtedly, at one time, at one time, the greatest country this world has ever seen, but now in a managed decline, soon to be unmanaged, and we're going to need a parachute. <laughs> we're going to need a, a box of parachutes. He releases the 20th 9-11 hijacker out of Gitmo to go back to Saudi Arabia, thinking that he's going, that, okay, this will do it. They'll answer my call now. And guess what? They didn't answer his phone call. They didn't. They won't take his text or anything. Oh, and another thing I wanted to bring up real quick here. How about all those politicians who bought the energy plays in the last two months? You know, the Nancy Pelosi thing, that all that excitement about I'm not going to ban them. For, yeah, yeah. Do, you think that, do you think that the politicians who sit on those committees that go to those intelligence briefings, do you think they knew this was coming? Do you think they knew something was about to happen? And how about all of them that did all the energy plays in the last two months? That'd be an interesting investigation for, for some intrepid investigative reporter. Hey, Daniel, good morning, man. You're on. Good morning, Trey. Yes, sir. I was trying to look and find out where we could find out when the last ship will be coming to the United States from Russia. I mean, they took a while to do this. I wonder if they just uh, prepaid for maybe 200 ships to come over here, and then they said, oh, we're yes, sir. buying from Russia? Yes, sir. I, I covered this uh, blah, 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 uh, probably, I think, two weeks ago. Uh, and uh, yes, I didn't, hear that. I didn't hear it, Trey. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, there, there's a list and, and quite a while of those ships that have already uh, been bought and paid for, that we've already said, yeah. And, and it, it's like months out, like months out. Uh, I you know, and here's the thing about it. Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate it, man. It's not going to hurt Putin at all. He has already made deals with other countries, including China. That all this is going to do is put all the uh, control of Russia's oil in China's hands. We're going to be buying Russian oil from China. Watch. But he's selling it to India. He's selling it to Turkey. He's selling it, again, uh, still to Germany. Yesterday, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, Olaf Scholz said yesterday, no, currently there is no other way to secure Europe's supply of energy for heat generation, mobility, power supply, and industry. It is therefore our conscious decision to continue doing business with Russian energy. This is not going to hurt Vlad. Not one little bit. This is it, it. It doesn't hurt him at all. Not one way does this hurt Vladimir Putin. He's just going to keep on keeping on. We we let we buy less than ten percent from him. So you think this bothers him? Not in the least. Yet it's going to hurt that thirty-year-old single mother of two, who is already being hurt by the Biden policies. 
and more Biden policies and more malfeasance from this. And, oh, yeah, it's criminal activity against the American people. Your own Democrats are trying to hurt you. Democrats are trying to hurt you. Yesterday, when Joe was uh, got to Texas, he was asked by a reporter, do you have a message for the American people on gas prices? Biden said, I'm sorry, sir. Okay, can you translate that for me, sir? They're going to go up. The reporter then followed up, uh, what can you do about it? And in a strange, weird move, he stuck his hand out like it was a prosthetic hand. It was really weird because it went straight out like, you know, if it was one of those guys back in the 70s, would be, you know, the old James Bond movies where the guy with a prosthetic hand would stick it out. Yeah, it came out like a prosthetic hand like that. And he said, I can't do much. Russia is responsible. Russia's not responsible. Again, I go back to something I've said over and over again. Don't believe everything you're hearing from either side. Did it surprise you to find out earlier in this show today that our Pentagon is funding bioweapons labs in Ukraine? Did that surprise you at all? It should have. And that our people are scared spitless that the Ruskies are going to get a hold of this stuff? What's in those labs? <laughs> is the next COVID-19 in those labs? Is it? Is the next bioweapon in those labs? And there's, not, there's more than one. They admitted it yesterday under oath in front of the Senate. And they were laying the groundwork. Marco Rubio laid the groundwork to say, well, are you a million percent, 100% sure that if this leaks out or it's used against the people that it's going to be Russia? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, it's Russia. Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying Vlad's a good guy. He's a bad guy. He's a terrible guy. He's a murderous thug villain. The guys, there's a much, there's, there's stink in both camps, baby. Stink in both camps. <coughs> Julian, go right ahead, sir. Oh, yes. I just wanted to give you a call, tell you first off, thank you so much. You have a great radio show. You are a Hall of Famer. Thank you, sir. And I was kind of taken back a little bit when how you joined so quickly, not to say you're bad or anything, but joined so quickly with the mainstream media news about the, uh, saying that Putin is an evil man. He is. Who who knows to come to find out if he's stopping those Ukrainian bio labs that were funded by the U.S., yeah. who are the same people that released it with Fauci. Yeah, I don't know. You know I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know, but what I'm saying is he's a bad guy. Yeah, I, I understand, you know. But and he, he's a, what I've always said about him is he's a murderous, villainous thug, and it goes back to his KGB days. So there's no I doubt in my mind. Is there a doubt in your mind? Um, when he's destroying bio labs that were created by Fauci and others in the Department of Defense that we know that Clinton, Obama, and all of them have their greasy paws over there. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. I can kind of take a step back from, hey, things that you've done before, because I'm a Christian. I forgive. Well, so, okay. I mean, if, if, if you want to, you know. But that doesn't change. It, you can forgive, sure, but that doesn't yeah. change what I said. No, no. What I said was he's a murderous thug villain, and he is. But look, I said what I've also changed the fact though that he's going against the deep state, who's destroying your country right now in front of your face, and he's going after them. Okay, we don't know. Hold hold on, Julian. Hold on, Ukrainian people. Hold on. Hold on. I know what you're being told. I understand that, but you don't know any more than anybody else. What I said was, 
is the most balanced. What I said was the most balanced. Now, you've gone way to the other side. Based on a lot of stuff, you're, you're claiming to be fact that you don't know. Let's bring back some balance to the discussion, okay? okay and okay. let's say, exactly. like I said it, there's enough stink on both sides, all right? Sure, there's sure. propaganda that, coming yeah. out of Russia that's pro-Russian propaganda, and yeah, there's yeah. pro-Ukraine propaganda that's coming out of our own media. So you don't know any more than anybody else as to who's right and wrong in this thing, but there's enough stink on both sides. You take yeah. it with a grain of salt. That's what I've said from the beginning. For sure. Thank you so much, Trey. God right. bless you. you. God bless you, too. Let's let's be you know, calmer heads need to prevail in this. And by the way, while calmer heads prevailing, go buy a locking gas cap. <laughs> have been killed as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. More than two million people fleeing the fighting and have left Ukraine, but others were not so lucky. Aaron Katursky has more. Two weeks into the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the UN has confirmed the deaths of nearly 500 civilians. Nearly 900 have been injured, and the true number of both is likely much higher. The Russians are deploying heavy artillery and multiple launch rocket systems that have damaged or destroyed residential buildings and other non-military structures. Ukraine said it would try to evacuate more people from several bombarded cities where hundreds of thousands remain trapped without basic supplies. Venezuela deciding to free two Americans detained in the country. The release of the pair may be an olive branch as Venezuela's president, Nicolas Maduro, may see an opportunity to sell oil to the U.S., Amid the conflict in Ukraine that's led to higher gas prices, the Biden administration banning Russian oil imports. Here's M. Wynn with more. The U.S. imports only about 3% of its oil from Russia, far less than Europe. But oil prices rose once again. And gas prices in the U.S. rose another 13 cents in the last 24 hours. Republicans argue President Biden's temporary freeze on new drilling leases has hurt America's ability to produce its own oil and gas. But the White House says more than 9,000 approved oil and gas leases are currently sitting unused. A Washington Post analysis also found President Biden has outpaced former President Trump in issuing drilling permits on public lands. An Amber Alert being issued for a missing girl from Burnett. 11-year-old Helen May Marie Pierce willingly left her home Sunday night with an unknown man, and she could be in danger. Pierce is described as 4 feet 10 inches tall, 100 pounds, with brown eyes, and police say the man was driving a gray four-door sedan when he picked her up. Anyone with information on Pierce's whereabouts asked to call the Burnett County Sheriff's Office. We have her picture on the San Antonio news page of KTSA.com. More than 1,900 Bear County residents who voted in last week's primary didn't have their vote counted, and this is mainly due to noncompliance with a new state law. County Elections Administrator Jackie Callanan says the last Tuesday's final count of late mail and provisional ballots was 1,929 short of the number of mail ballots the county had received. Now, most of these rejected ballots hadn't been filled out properly, according to a uh, election integrity law the state legislature passed last year. ZZ Top coming out with her first new album in 10 years. It's called Raw, and it's a collection of ZZ Top hits recorded live at Green Hall by original members Billy Gibbons, Frank Beard, and Dusty Hill. In the liner notes... Gibbon calls Raw a return to our roots, says the album is dedicated to Dusty Hill, who died last year at the age of 72. Meanwhile, ZZ Top hitting the road this spring for their Raw Whiskey Tour. Starts in May in Niagara Falls, but at this point, no Texas dates on the schedule. 603 KTSA AccuWeather. 
Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Mm -hmm. Okay, that stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. Oh, the new virtue signaling, baby. It's here. Did you buy your locking gas cap yet? We're going to get into all this with you this morning. Trey Ware, KTSA with Don and Chris and Elaine. And phones are on. Why are you wiping your eyes? <laughs> How long has it been since you've gotten any sleep at all? Oh, uh, 1978. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's what it feels like. That was a good year. Yeah, that was a good year. Well, right good there. year for Chris. The last he's, year he can remember. Yeah, he slept plenty in 1978. <laughs> that's when he was born, right? Well, the last four months. He, he was sleeping yeah. and sucking. That's what that boy did. You yeah, know? I know, nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another bottle. Give me another bottle. Yep, nothing's changed. You're right. <laughs> It's a fact. <laughs> Hold on, I got to lock the door. Hold I know. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the ZZ Top thing at Green Hall, watch it on YouTube. It kicks butt. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Uh, if you watch the documentary about the band on Netflix, it's you know that shows them performing at Green Hall. Wow. Um, and it's it's some of that. But it's uh, not on the stage. No, when, they when, just did they were the three of them got in the middle of the floor. Oh man. And just kind of played off each other. They blacked out the windows. Yeah, right. Had a good time. And they just like in a circle. Yeah. And it was it's it's an amazing thing to watch. Even yeah. if you're not a Z particularly a ZZ top fan. Yeah. Which if you're not, leave Texas. I don't want you here. <laughs> <laughs> just get out of here. Go go to Pennsylvania where you belong. Right. Uh but yeah, I mean it's an amazing piece of work. Another one from Green Hall, it's an amazing piece of work, is George Strait. Uh, you know, this was just a couple of years ago. Had 10 million people stuffed into Green Hall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hip to hip. It's not usually how I say that, but hip to hip. And uh, so, yes, here he comes. You know, they, they had him over in a bus, locked up, and they locked everything down so he could walk. Because he can't walk down Green Drive. Right. You know, so they and had it all. To, you have to cross the street to get from where the. Well, of course, the yeah. There's not. Is. There's not like a. The no. dressing room is the men's bathroom. Yep. I kid you not. No, you're absolutely right. And so, I've been in there with Ray Benson. So, so anyway, how'd that go? It went great. Yeah. You know, Ray. Ray is a big guy. He is a big. Well, not guy. that big. Come on. No, he's huge. He's like six 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 seven, and uh, he's got a deep voice like this. And Ray, Ray, I'm in there one day. And it's Carlos Cruz and me, and we're in, in Green Hall by ourselves. There's nobody gotten there yet. And I said, hey, this is a good time to drink a beer real quick before everybody shows up, you know. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear, hell you doing, hell boy? <laughs> <laughs> and I turn around, and it's Ray, and he goes, Trey, where? What are you doing here? <laughs> I said, I came to see you, Ray, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even know he's playing there. Oh, man. <laughs> I had no idea, you know. Right. I didn't know he's in town. I said, what are you doing here? He said, I'm going to play the guitar. <laughs> okay, good idea. Anyway, yeah, the, the the ZZ Top thing there is awesome. So uh, just check it out. You're going to love it. All right, so let's dive into all this stuff right here. Remember in 2020 during the campaign when Donald Trump said, quote, if Biden gets in, you're going to be paying $7, $8, 9 a gallon. Then they're going to tell you to get rid of your car. Donald Trump said that in 2020 during the campaign. If Biden gets in, you're going to be paying $7, $8, $9 a gallon. Then they're going to tell you to get rid of your car. Well, you're darn near at five. Some are at seven and eight out in California. I've seen the pictures. And Kamala Harris yesterday told you to get rid of your car and ride her little pretty bus. 
She's riding her pretty little fanny over to where is she going? Oh, she's going to Poland. <laughs> okay, great. That's wonderful. I get scared every time they send her somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I really do. Yeah, the newest virtue signal is, you remember when virtue signaling was mask? I'm wearing a mask to protect you. I'm protecting the whole world with my mask. Look at my pretty little mask. It, like, matches my clothes. I got a pretty mask, and I'm protecting people. I'm virtuous. I'm really a good person because I'm wearing a mask, and you're not because you're not wearing a mask. You're a bad person. I'm a good person. Look, I'm not only wearing a mask. I got another one around my neck in case this one comes apart. I could immediately go to the backup. I'm a really great person. The newest virtue signal is I'm paying high gas prices to get rid of Vladimir Putin. Stephen Colbert on his television show last night, which I never watch. Do we have it, Chris? He said this about paying high gas prices. I'll tell you what, I will never complain about a destination wedding again. <laughs> Russia has been hit with a series of crippling sanctions, and it looks like there's more to come because the U.S. and its European allies are now discussing banning imports of Russian oil. Which Take happened that, yesterday. Putin. We're not going to buy our <laughs> gas from a war criminal. We're going to buy it from the good guys, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> but it's going to cost. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Now, okay, here's, here's the virtue. That stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay. It's important. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. Yep, there you go. Uh, Colbert makes $16 million a year. His contract is 16 mil, and he drives a $150,000 Tesla. Tell me how that relates to the 30-year-old single mama who has two kids at home, and she's trying to put food on the table, working sometimes two and three jobs doing so. On CNN yesterday, CNN correspondent reporting from the streets. People we've spoken to over the last couple of weeks, they're okay paying higher prices if it means holding Russia accountable for what they're doing in Ukraine. But these prices are likely to creep even higher. I looked at the Kelly Blue Book for last year, the average cost of an electric car in 2021. We don't have it yet for 2022 because it's going up. It's going up like crazy. The cost of electric vehicles are shooting up. $51,000 was the average cost last year. Maintenance is anywhere from 1.6 to 2.3 times more expensive than on that gas guzzler you got. Yet the median family income in America is 67K. The 30-year-old single mama of two. George Takai. Remember Mr. Sulu? George Takai says Americans, we can endure higher prices for food and gas if it means putting the screws to Putin. Consider it your patriotic donation in the fight for freedom over tyranny. Well, the social justice warrior course is laid in. Yes, it is. Exactly. Hey, Adam, fire away. Go ahead. You know, Trey, uh, Poland is one of my favorite uh, you know, countries in Europe. Just a, a great conservative uh, nation with values that isn't poisoned by, you know, woke and socialist uh, Who's that? politics. But, Who's uh, that? Poland. Poland, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. I got yeah. you now. Yeah. Okay, but uh, Poland saying we're giving America a chance to give the Ukraine could lead to escalation, Dre. You know, you know, Putin, Putin is ex-KGB, you know, which was formed, you know, with the slogan to be the sword 
and chilled for the Communist Party forever. You know, and uh, they had two big sayings, you know, the end justifies the means and by any means necessary. So I pray the fighting stops soon, real soon. You and me both, Adam. But I want to say this, I'm going to take a break and take some phone calls. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. I'm going to say this, and if it makes some of you mad, well, it just makes some of you mad. I don't care. You're getting propaganda on both sides, guys. You need to take both sides with a grain of salt. Yes, Putin's a bad guy. You bet he is. He's a murderous thug who I believe kills innocent people, and this is his not this is not his first rodeo at killing innocent people. There's a lot of propaganda coming out of our media that's pro-Ukrainian propaganda as well. So you you really got to take both sides. Grain of salt. Yesterday, before the Senate, Victoria Nuland, the Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, made a shocking, what should be on the top of every newscast, shocking statement about what's been going on inside of Ukraine. And I'm going to, we'll play that for you after the break. Window World at windowworldtx.com. Window World is Martin Bomba's fantastic company here that offers you the opportunity to replace the windows in your home with gorgeous replacement windows that are the most energy-efficient windows you've ever had in your home. The Window World windows, and they are the number one home improvement and window installation company in the USA. The Window World windows run about 20 to 75% less than their comparable competitors. How? Well, volume pricing, it's that simple. Volume pricing, because they sell more than anybody else, that means they charge you less. And I'm a customer. I'm a very satisfied customer. And look, who knows what energy prices are going to do? They're going straight up right now. So the best thing you can do is a hedge against high cost of energy, and I think it's here to stay. That's just my personal feeling. I think high gas prices are here to stay, and that means high prices to heat and cool your home. Hedge against the high cost of heating and cooling your home with the best, most energy-efficient windows that you can buy, that money can buy anywhere, and they come from Window World. Call them today for a free in-home estimate and ask about their many financing options. Window World, 210-767-0995. Well, the weather, it's up and down, but I I think, you know, this is going to be our last shot. I really believe that after this and beginning this weekend, we spring is going to sprung this weekend. I think it's going to get really gorgeous. But today, mostly sunny with a high around 67. Tonight's going to be clear and chilly. Tomorrow's going to be sunny and pleasant and 74. And Friday's right back down, much cooler and only about 54. But after that, I think spring's going to be here. It's going to look good. I do believe that. We'll see. Research facilities, uh, which, uh, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. From Green Hall. What you looking for, son? Right. Don't need to go downtown. You're right there in green. <laughs> Look around. <laughs> 622 at KTSA. Trey Ware here, 210-599-5555. He's Don. Right over Chris. There's Elaine. Call us. Let us know what you're saying, what you're thinking. Let's go back and play this thing, Chris. Uh, this should be the top story. 
as I've said, grain of salt, both sides, okay? Uh, yesterday, in front of Senate Foreign Relations Committee, Marco Rubio, senator, is not only the questioner, but he's also laying the groundwork for a cover story. Because there's no way that you're going to know who does what in the in a future event. If the future, if this happens in the future, are you going to be able to 100% say so and so did it? Well, no, Marco. Now come on. <sighs> but anyway, you'll hear it. One thing I want you to see in your mind while you're listening to this. This is Victoria Newland. She is the Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs. Boy, what a position that must be, huh? <laughs> That's one of them, you know, two million dollar a year make work. Somebody's sister-in-law needed a job. But anyway, the Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs. Now, what you cannot see is her wiggling, shaking, lip quivering. Fingers tapping on the countertop. She wants to be talking about anything other than answering this question. Listen to this. Um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or, uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100% it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Okay, that is classic Democrat technique. The Democrats do that all the time. They do something and they say, well, okay, I'll give you a prime example. If you remember last year, a member of the Biden administration said it was the Rep on, on one of those Sunday morning talk shows. It was the Republicans who called to defund the police. Do you remember that? There was not one Republican who ever called to defund the police. That all came from Democrats. But that's what Democrats do. And yes, she's right propagandists do that all the time but marco you know as much as we want to hate on on vladimir putin right now and he's a bad guy he's a murderous villain who kills innocent people and has all of his life i think i believe that as much as you want to hate on him i i think you got to be very careful and i've watched tucker carlson man people are just they're excoriating tucker carlson and calling him an apologist for vladimir putin in moscow he's no such thing but there's no doubt, there is no doubt that there are forces afoot in media and, and government right now that, that want us to be involved in a war with Russia. And they are positioning everything they can. And this is the latest thing. They're positioning everything possible for us to get into a war with Russia. And we've got to be very careful. We need some temperance here. We need somebody to balance this out. Because, yes, Vladimir Putin is a real bad guy, and he's doing some really bad, terrible, awful things.
But we got to be very careful that we don't buy off on what is clearly a narrative out there to march us into a war with Russia or anybody else right now. We need some checks and balances there. And what Marco Rubio bought off on was that. Any doubt in your mind that Russia's going to use this if they get their hands on it? If there's a release? And all that says is, another, yeah, we've got to hate these guys. We've got to go get them. Let's go kill them before they get their hands on this. But, folk, what in the world is the Pentagon doing funding biolabs in Ukraine? Why are we, U.S. taxpayer dollars, funding through the Pentagon biolabs in Ukraine? And it's not just one. There are numerous ones that are being funded in Ukraine. Why? Hey, Jim, go right ahead. You're on. Yeah, well, biolabs Ukraine. I've been thought she's had them in China for God knows how long. So what? You know, there ain't really much difference what country you put them in. They're not here. It's pretty insidious. You get right down to it. And as far as these gas prices and it's all going up, they ain't got a damn thing to do with Russia into Ukraine. No, that ain't where the pipelines are at. That ain't where the ports are at. Nope. And this stuff was going through the roof. Before this ever happened, it's correct. But about the only place that's still drilling any kind of production is right here in Texas. They, they've kind of kiboshed everything else because right here is one of the few places we ain't got much federal land. So it's it's all a kabuki theater, smoke and mirror deal. One hundred percent. I've said it over and over again, Jim. This is the great reset. This has nothing to do. What you're paying for gasoline today has nothing to do with what's going on in Ukraine. These are Biden policies that he has set forth in order to attack and collapse the middle class. Keep in mind who I've been talking about. 30-year-old, single mom of two. The Democrats want you to hurt so that they can push forward. They're already doing it. This is not hurting. Look, this is, this is not hurting Vladimir Putin one little bit. He's selling his oil to China. China announced yesterday they're taking a greater stake in Russia's oil and energy business. He's selling it to China. He's selling it to India. He's selling it to Turkey. And he's selling it to Germany. The German chancellor said yesterday, no, we're going to continue to buy from russia this is not hurting vladimir putin in the least it's hurting the 30 year old single mom of two and it's biden policies it's not russia it's not the war in ukraine he put these policies into effect and what did they say yesterday what did they all say yesterday hey listen this is the way it is and so the only way it's going to get better is we have to get rid of oil and we got to start using electricity Windmills, solar panels, electricity. It's the, that's the only alternative. Increasing domestic production is not an alternative, says Joe Biden, says all of his apologists. They all said it yesterday. I can go through the names and I will. They all said yesterday, the only way to secure your national security and your freedom and your liberty is to get off oil right now. Get off of oil and transition to the Green New Deal. This was all in the works, been in the works, and they're bringing it about right now, and they're using the war 
as an excuse. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Hey, Stevens Roofing is your company for any kind of roofing matter. And here we go into the spring. And I'm thinking that beginning this weekend, you're going to start to notice spring. Well, you know what comes with spring around here. We get those thunderstorms that, you know, rumble through here. And that's the last time you want to find out that you have a roofing issue because you do not want water in a house. Nobody does. It's detrimental. Kill your home. Boy, that's for sure. So call Stevens Roofing today. Why do I recommend Stevens? Because I've been uh, relying on them now for about 20 years close to it stevens roofing i like the fact that they're family owned and they're local they're not a fly-by-night come in out of town you know very reliable they have extremely good favorable reviews and they will give you a free roof inspection so that you can find out if you've got a problem and if you've got a problem they will uh, put into effect the best fix in the world whether it's fixing or a brand new roof whichever you need stevens roofing has your family covered 210-785-com all right, let me go to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Trey Ware, KTSA. Dr. Jeffrey Atticott, Colonel Dr. Jeffrey Atticott, St. Mary's School of Law. And, of course, the Center for Terrorism, St. Mary's School of Law, is joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline and a man that spent time in Ukraine training Ukrainian officers over there. And uh, so far, it looks like you did a really good job, Jeff. I mean, they're fighting back and fighting back hard. They, they, nobody expected it to last this long. Yeah, that, that's right. I was over there in the 90s uh, from the Pentagon sent to, uh, to Ukraine to uh, train the entire military in terms of long war paramilitary issues, because even back then, we realized that Russia one day would want Ukraine back. So our goal was to drive a wedge between the Ukrainians and the Russians and develop an independent spirit in the Ukrainian military and try to stand that up. It was, it was kind of a semi-covert operation. Um, and I uh, traveled all over the country, and, and yes, I can report then as now, the spirit in those people is amazing, uh, and, and particularly in the western part of Ukraine, where, um, you know, very nationalistic, uh, and they realized that their freedom was kind of handed to them, because when the USSR broke up, they carved out that country called Ukraine, and, uh, and now they're having to fight for it. And um, I think the Russians have, have over, uh, underestimated the ability of, of the uh, Ukrainian people to fight. So the women and children, of course, are fleeing, but the men are staying, and they've got guns, um, and they've been issued guns, and they're, and they're fighting. So the Russians have had to kind of change their strategy. They're not going to go door-to-door because the casualties would be just too great uh, in street fighting. Uh, tragically, they've taken to the other tactic, which is to use artillery. And, uh, and, and, you know, airplanes to bomb them and to circle around those areas and cut off power and water and try to starve them out. It's, it's almost like, you know, March 6th was our Alamo. This is their Alamo. And tragically, we held out for 13 days, and they're holding out now for longer than that. But I, I'm afraid the end is going to be the same. So how much help are they getting from us right now? Too little, too late. I mean, you know, uh, you know, it's like hello when when uh, when Crimea fell to Russia. Uh, that's the time that Obama should have started delivering military supplies and a lot of that hardware. He sent them MREs. What do you? I mean, you know, well, yeah, he sent them toothbrushes and blankets, and, and then, you know, that's it. Now Trump did send a lot of military equipment, and of course, this wouldn't happen under Trump's watch. I think everybody realizes that he had a different leadership style than what we have today. Uh, and then, of course, the Biden administration, they were telegraphing the punch. They were you know, lining up the troops on the eastern side of Ukraine. And again, 
toothbrushes and blankets. That's you, you guys will be fine. Uh, so now we're sending in supplies now, but it's too late. I mean, you know, that's what the, the Russians realize that as well. They're cutting off the main so, avenues of approach. Yeah. And so it's too late. I mean, whatever you send them is not going to it's not going to turn the tide. They're doing so well. Do we have guys there? Uh, I, I can't uh, confirm or deny that, but I would say we do have some Americans that are there. I mean, you know, in their in their individual capacity. As to the other part, uh, I'll leave it to y'all's imagination. Oh, I've already imagined, <laughs> and I, I can see that we've. I, I, I believe personally, and and have been told. Uh, you know, uh, people off the record have told me. That yes, indeed, there are people uh, of ours uh, that are there and they're helping, and that's why uh, Ukraine has not fallen, have not ha- has done as well as they are are doing. We did find out yesterday that Poland uh, was going to fly some MIGs uh, down to uh, uh, down to Rheinstein, and then uh, we were going to backfill those with some F-16s. That was uh, put on the kibosh last night by the the Pentagon, and now we're going to send Patriot missiles. Uh, into uh, Ukraine that will obviously are ours that we're going to uh, arm them with these batteries of, of patriots. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, here, here's the issue. We don't want unintended consequences because the rules of the game is we've had proxy wars with the Soviet Union, now Russia. We've had proxy wars with the communist Chinese in the past, and the rules are that you know there's certain things you can and can't do, uh, and so uh, we want to be very careful that we don't start World War III and that's why members of NATO are saying we're not sending troops, we're not sending certain types of equipment. So the small arms, the, the you know the the, the stingers, the, the missiles and stuff, if we can get them to them now, we'll do that. But one thing that tells you that this is over is you've got a, that 40, 45 mile, 50 mile long convoy. It's a sitting duck. The fact that the Ukrainians cannot and have not taken it out tells you everything you need to know. From my military hat, they're on their backs. They, they've got the small arms, but you can't win a war with. With small arms and even the Stinger missiles and stuff, that's not going to do it. Has World War Three already begun? No, I don't think so. No, Ukraine's gone. Like I said, it's, they're, they're going to install a puppet Ukrainian government there, and, and we'll have some stability. Uh, and I think the Russians have learned if you know they've been bloodied pretty bad, and and so they've got seventy percent of their military now on that in that area. Uh, so they're going to pause, hit the pause button after they take Ukraine, in terms of gobbling up any more non-NATO former soviet union client states i think they're going to put a pause on that but no i think it's i think you know that's why we stopped the the plane transfer we we know what's going to happen as i said the good analogy is is the alamo uh you know brave brave people uh willing to fight and and are fighting but the end is you know they, they faced we faced our dictator they're facing their dictator let me uh, cross one more bridge with you, and then I'll let you go. We're visiting with Dr. Jeffrey Atticott, and he is the head, the director of the Warrior Defense Project and professor of law at St. Mary's School of Law and a great friend of ours, wrote the book on radical Islam, which I, I happen to believe uh, the collapse of our southern border has left us wide open for more terrorism, has left us wide open for anybody that Vlad may want to send in here or China may want to send in here. And uh, we have we have a border czar. Her name is Vice President Kamala Harris. She's on a plane right now going to Poland to tell Vladimir Putin what to do. <clears throat> but she won't even deal with the, the border issue here. But let me, let me go back to Ukraine for a second. Yesterday... Uh, Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Nuland was testifying under oath before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. 
And in a moment that was cringeworthy, Jeff, because she was shaking in her shoes, she was moving around a lot, she was twitching, her lip was quivering, and all this stuff, she answered a question about bio labs in Ukraine. Listen. Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm Come to find out that there's numerous Pentagon, U.S. Pentagon-funded biolabs in Ukraine. What are we doing? Can we say Dr. Fauci and gain of function? I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, I don't have much information on that issue, but uh, I, I think with the with the with the issue we've just been through as a nation for the last two years, and the questions that I have about our participation in the China labs, absolutely funding that we were doing. I mean, this raises a lot a lot of issues about you know what is happening. But again, you know, nations uh, develop biological chemical weapons and uh and and we have treaties that are supposed to ensure that these things don't happen but in the real world sometimes they do it's interesting that we're on day number 14 and nobody's heard a word from uh, dr fouch so it's pretty interesting to me that ever since this started he's been gone uh, mia jeff as always thank you i appreciate you and i appreciate your time that you give us i, I hope you have a great day thank you trey all right talk to you later dr jeffrey Adicott. Well, what do you think? Kind of puts a new interesting twist on the whole story, doesn't it? We're finding out about biolabs. He made the connection to Fouch. I didn't. But we're finding out about biolabs. Confirmed under oath by a U.S. official. Uh, of course I got a million thoughts. Is the next COVID-19 over there? I don't know. What, what's in those bio labs funded by our Pentagon? Why is there a fight in Ukraine going on right now? I know what we've been told by our media. I know. Vlad wants it. It's Vlad's territory. He's there to get it. Is that the real story? 210 Heard from my friend Matt Spawn yesterday, and I got to tell you, Matt Spawn is a great estate planning attorney that not only I recommend to you and to people every day, but CPAs and financial planners, guys like that, you know, they're all the time referring people to Matt Spawn at Spawn Law Firm. Why? Well, because they trust him. And if you're a CPA, and you're a financial planner, you you know, you, you help people along the way with their with their life. Um, I recommend that you recommend Matt Spawn and get in touch with him and find out more about his practice. And you can rest assured that when you recommend somebody to Matt Spawn, you're recommending the absolute best. That's why I have been recommending him now for years, over a decade. Nancy and I trusted him over a decade ago to take care of our stuff. He did such a phenomenal job. I said, i got to talk about him on the radio every day. And when it comes to planning for your estate, this guy is the answer. He'll make sure that your assets are transferred to those that you love when you want them transferred securely and safely, whether it's today or upon your death.
Matt Spawn will put it all together for you at 210-880. Appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. With the issue we've just been through as a nation for the last two years and the questions that I have about our participation in the China labs over there and the funding that we were doing, I mean, this raises a lot, a lot of issues about, you know, what is happening. Oh, I know PolitiFact and others say that, no, those biolabs don't exist. But Victoria Newland from the Biden administration raised her hand under oath yesterday and told us they do exist. So I don't know. That's what you got. You got what you got. They're there. Hey, Al, go right ahead. And, 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 and she said there's a rush on right now to get to them so that they don't fall in the hands of the Russians is exactly what she said. All right, Al, go right ahead. You're on. Yeah, I might be making a dumb statement here, but if I was a military decision maker in Ukraine, while they picking those planes up in Poland, I would bomb Moscow. Well, they're they're not get, picking them up. Get, a, get them something to think about. Yeah, they're not picking them up. They're not. They, Why not? Well, because they decided not to. Apparently, they said last night we're not going to move those airplanes those planes are going to stay we're going to move uh patriot missiles in instead of uh, using the planes but i would bomb Moscow. i would bomb moscow and get a moscow people something to think about you and all the all the troops that they got over there they can't you, you think we should you think we should bomb moscow uh, yeah i think not we oh okay uh <laughs> Just making sure. Oh, okay. Okay. There you go. All right. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Ernie, go right ahead. You're on quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Trey, uh, I can't believe these people are Americans, man. They're trying to blame everything that's going on in this country to the U- Ukraine uh, uh, situation. They ought to come out here and check our southern border. Yeah. That's a powder cake. Man. Yeah. And I got to tell you, Ernie, what's happening at the gas pump today has nothing to do with Russia and Ukraine. And I will talk about that coming up in the next hour and take plenty of your calls during Where and Rima coming up. U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. Chris, I want you to play that again here in a second. She laughs. She laughs at increasing energy production in the U.S. Go ahead, Chris. Do it again. It's going to cost. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. These people are evil. <laughs> evil. Okay. All right. We'll get to that in a second. It's Warren Rima. It's 707. And uh, Sean will be back uh, tomorrow. Uh, look, if, if Pop gets this uh, record, um, he needs to kiss the fanny of R.C. Buford three times every Thursday and once every day because without R.C. Buford, Pop ain't squat. Just saying. R.C. Buford, the general manager, right? player personnel director and everything, responsible for all the great players that Pop had to work with, and all he had to do was walk up and down the court. That's all he had. And scream at the media. Scream at Chris. Scream at others. That's all, <laughs> that's all Pop ever had to do. <laughs> ain't you going to ask a question? You just stand there? That's what he said to Chris one time. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Hey, Chris had no snappy comeback. No, it, it well, must have been he very, usually does. Yeah, which surprises me. You know? Yeah. It's like, how'd you get so ugly? Why didn't you just say that to him? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so ugly? You know, something. But, no. Um, yeah, so if he wins this and gets this uh, record of all time, 
Mm-hmm. I tell you, man, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I'll take it away from Pop. Uh, it, it doesn't belong to him. It belongs to R.C. Buford because he brought in the great players. No Tim Duncan without R.C. Buford. D- doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, d- all, all these great players he had to work with. Right. So, that's all, you know, and that's the case with most sports franchises anyway. You get somebody the in the office who uh, does all the legwork yep. to get these people in. Yep. And, and Pop has had some great assistant coaches throughout the years, too. Oh, definitely. Who have held his hand and got him through. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, they say he's brilliant. I, I question that. They say he knows wine. I don't know. Maybe he drinks a little too much of it. I have no idea. But R.C. Buford's the man. Mm-hmm. Period. Full stop. Yeah. So, you doing all right over there? I'm doing all right. How about you? Well, I'm holding up. It's it, there's a lot of it's been a crazy busy time here recently in the mm-hmm. news business. It sure has. There's been. been a lot to talk about. A lot to keep up with. So I wish that I had the concession uh, for America on locking gas caps because everybody needs one. You're gonna need a locking gas cap. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Right. Uh, that is liquefied gold, and people, wherever you're gonna be, wherever you're gonna be parked, whatever you're gonna be doing, people are gonna bring a hose. You know it's going to happen. We're going to. I, I let's let's mark this down. When the news, the five and six, they're going to start having those news features. There'll be Marilyn Moritz out there. Make sure you have a locking gas cap because <laughs> look at this. People are sucking gas. You know it. Elaine's laughing, but you know it's true, right? It'll what be. Is she, it, what are you laughing at? It'll now? be. You know what? It'll be. It, it'll. She'll have a story on it tonight. You watch. You watch. <laughs> what? She only does consumer food stuff? No, get out of here. She talks about all kinds of consumer stuff. <laughs> I've seen her at the gas pump. Somebody's going to do it. If she doesn't, right. I'm, hey, listen, TV stations, I'm giving you a gimme. Go to the O'Reilly mm-hmm. and find where they got the gas cap, the locking gas caps, and do a story on locking gas caps. I'm just right. giving that to the news media right now. All you TV stations that listen every morning, go over there. Find the locking gas caps, go on Amazon, and do your story about locking gas caps. Also, go out and see who's buying all the tubing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who's going to Tractor Supply and saying, I need about a four-inch length, a four-foot right. length of holes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And they're not even going to suck. They're going to bring their own pumps. They're yep. going to get those foot pumps and just stand there next to your car and siphon yeah. it right out. Go, right. Junior. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Take the turns. <laughs> That's right. Your Visiting turn. Parking lots. You suck for a gas. while. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it's coming. I'm sure it is. Uh-huh. You know, and the sad thing is, there's no shortage of, of fuel. There's not. <sighs> I'm there's talk- no shortage. I got a because hole. here's the thing, Trey. Yeah. And you made reference to this earlier on about right. the Democratic Party never late, letting a, a good a, crisis go good to waste. waste. Well, you know what? Big oil companies do the same thing. Oh, you're darn right. They do it every time. You bet. You know, there's no shortage. There's no need for any of this. No, there's even the Russian thing is not short yet. Not at all. That's months away before we're not getting Russian fuel. I'm going to be talking about that coming up in the next couple of segments. So I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No, you did great. That's good. I mean, there are other things in there that I would like to have, but the thunder's (laughs) not one of them. Oh. All right, so let me take a... I don't even know what that uh, means. I know, yeah, that's fine. It's okay. You did good. Check your gas cap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going out to check Probably, my gas Probably, yeah. During this segment, while I'm busy doing this, Don's out there sucking on a hose. Right. I did ask Shelton for some hose. Let's see, there you go. Go get hosed. Uh, Steven, go right ahead. You're on. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm part of the middle class, and I am uh, extremely starting to feel the uh, squeeze right now. And, you know, real disappointed in the Republicans, you know, 
Um, yeah, yeah, me too. You know, they they need to officially put a letter together and send it to the president, declare these uh, gas prices and inflation a natural disaster like COVID. You know, it's it's just it's really killing middle the middle class. What has it done to you, Stephen? Well, it's made uh, it's made me make some decisions about you know if I'm gonna you know put an extra two or three gallons in my car or buy a loaf of bread and some bologna, you know. Yeah. Uh, that that wasn't you know it used to not be a difficult or you know somewhat of a decision, right. but now it's it's getting to be a you know a decision. You, you, are you old enough to remember when Donald Trump was president? Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't have to make those kind of decisions back then. You just no, if you no, needed bologna, no. you bought bologna. If you needed bread, you bought bread. If you wanted a six yep. pack, you bought a six pack. You filled yep. the truck up and didn't even think about it, right? Yep, yep. That's right. And you know I'm, you know it's kind of living day by day now, you know, and, you know, there's a lot more people that are, you know, not as fortunate as me that are probably in a tougher situation. And I really feel for those folks, you know, well, I keep talking um, about, and I, and I do feel for, and I, I appreciate your call, Stephen. I, I do feel for the 30 year old single mama of two and, and they have absolutely no feeling for her whatsoever. Let me, let me dive into this. I'm going to have to take a break through it. So I'll carry it on the other side, but I want to dive into some of the stuff that's going on, and you feel free to jump in here, too, at 210-599-5555. Can't we just claim that high gas prices are racist? Yeah, well, that's probably what they need to do. They're racist. So the newest virtue signal. You, you remember a couple of years ago during COVID, it was all about, I'm wearing a mask, and I got a mask on, and you don't, and you're bad, and I'm really good because I got a mask on. I'm so good, I'm wearing a mask. Ha ha, look at me, I'm wearing a mask. Masks were nothing about personal or public health. They were about, masks were about virtue signaling. I'm a good person because I have a mask on. You're a bad person. Remember the remember the fisherman at Walmart? And here came all the Karens, with all due respect to Karen. Here came all the Karens with their Karens. You have a mask on. You have a mask on. Why do you have a mask on? Why do you have a mask Remember that? Because virtue signaling at that time, if I have a mask on, I'm a good person. If you don't, you're a bad person. Dividing. Now it's about paying higher gas prices. CNN correspondent, stand up yesterday with a microphone. People we've spoken to in the last couple of weeks, they're okay paying higher prices if it means holding Russia accountable for what they're doing in Ukraine. But these prices are likely to go creeping higher. Do you remember the fried chicken guy? No, you probably don't. This is the uh, the, the Kentucky representative steve cohen who had the hair coming out the side like the mad scientist and he brought the fried chicken in because he said who was it that was chicken and wouldn't come testify before their committee remember that and he ate the kentucky fried chicken huh no yeah stephen cohen steve cohen right and no you're thinking about senator coons chris coons no this was steve cohen he's he's the guy and he comes in with the with the kentucky fried chicken was it bill barr and it was Bill Barr. He said, Bill Barr is a big chicken. He's eating the KFC. Well, Steve Cohen said yesterday, listen, the truth is we should be thinking about the fact that when Americans go to fill up their cars, they should think about sticking it to Putin when they put that gas handle in your gas tank. It's going to cost a little bit more, and part of it going to be because of Russia, and just stick it to Putin. That's a damn lie. Uh, Representative Adam Smith now, here in America, we got to be ready for the fact 
that we're going to drive up oil prices, that will drive up gas prices, and we're really standing with Ukraine with that. We have to be prepared to absorb that and stick it to Putin and stand up to Ukraine. Virtue signaling. Paying higher gas prices means you're sticking it to, to Putin. Stephen Colbert on his television show says the same thing. It's going to cost. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay, that stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay. Stop. A clean conscience is worth a buck or two. Stephen Colbert says, by saying you, the only way to have a clean conscience is if you're willing to pay more at the pump in order to get after Russia and Vladimir Putin. It's the only way you're going to have a clean conscience. You're going to have a dirty conscience if you want to pay less in fuel. You're less of a person. You're not really patriotic, and you're not wanting to fire back at Putin. This is your way to join the war. This is your way to join the Ukrainians. This is your way to fire off at Putin. Go ahead. It's important. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. All right, so he makes $16 million a year, and that Tesla is 150000 George Takai, Mr. Sulu, said yesterday... And he's a multi-millionaire actor from Star Trek. Americans, we can endure higher prices for food and gas if it means putting the screws to Putin. Consider it a patriot, your patriotic donation in the fight for freedom over tyranny. NPR. Correspondent Scott Horsley. Rising gas prices actually do not have a major impact on most American households. The rising gas prices that you're paying right now have nothing to do with Vladimir Putin, have nothing to do with the war in Ukraine. So the fact that you're paying more at the pump is not giving, putting the screws to Vladimir Putin. It's not you joining Ukraine in the war against Russia. It has nothing, zero to do with that. I'll explain after the break. Trey Ware here, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. If you're tired of arthritis pain in the knees and and it's really limiting your mobility, limiting your ability to move around. Your friends at the Arthritis Relief Centers are here to help you get through it all with gel injections. FDA-approved, non-surgical way of dealing with arthritis pain and the limited mobility that you have. Trying to get up in the truck, down in the car, trying to play golf, or whatever it is you really enjoy doing with your life. And you can't do it anymore because the pain in the knees that you have, maybe it's pain in one knee, maybe it's both of your knees. And, and of course, the medical community tells you, ah, you got to replace those knees. Whoa, time out real quick. Hold on. Before you start talking about knee replacement surgery or any other kind of uh, surgery, get in touch with our friends at the Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. They have three locations. And find out if you're a candidate for these gel injections, to help you get rid of that arthritis pain and return to that mobile life that you really enjoyed before. Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio, 210-944-4902. And your KTSA AccuWeather forecast today is going to be mostly sunny with a high about 67. Tonight, clear and chilly. Tomorrow, sunny and pleasant and 74. Friday, right back to chilly and 54. But I think after that, spring will sprung this weekend. You'll see lots of sunshine and temperatures will begin to climb. 
I'm pretty much going to take a bet that we're going to be done with the cold weather this year. I mean, the super cold. 30. Here's the Biden plan. I'm here at Glasgow. The Biden plan is to diversify and to make sure that we move in a direction of clean energy where we're not reliant upon cartels and we're not reliant upon geopolitical adversaries who may be um, creating choke points for our mm-hmm. ability and our people to be able to access energy. Okay, so, so coordinated, such a propaganda effort. That was Jennifer Granholm, okay, energy secretary, who laughed, who laughed when she was asked, what is the plan to increase domestic production? What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? (laughs) Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Why is that hilarious? These people, they're squeezing you, folks. These Democrats who are running the show right now, they're squeezing you. They want you to collapse. Sure, Stephen Colbert's not going to feel it, but the 30-year-old you know, divorced mom of two is going to feel it. And she's going to feel it hard. But it's not just her, it's all of us, because... As I've said before, and, and Don has a story on it today, but I've been saying this forever. In fact, I went through and I computed all the numbers for you the other day. Do you remember? When a trucker takes a 250-gallon tank in and fills it up with $5 diesel, that's 1250 bucks, and he does that how many times a week or a day? What's he got in a trailer back there? Everything we consume. Consumer spending is 70% of our economy. 70. So this dude is now spending 1250 bucks to fill up his tank. How many times? So he can get whatever you're going to buy to the store. Do you think he's not going to pass that along? And that Walmart and everybody else is going to have to go on their prices, up on their prices and everything? Get ready. Price of toothpaste is going to go out the roof. Price of Tide going to go out the roof. Everything. Now, here's the thing that the Biden administration didn't want to hear. They sent everybody out yesterday, including Granholm and everybody else, to say, well, the only way, these prices are here to stay, and the only way to get economic freedom, liberty, and freedom from this is to go to green energy. We can't do anything about the price of oil going up, so green energy is the way to go. So if we just all get windmills in the backyard and solar panels on the roof and buy one of them $150,000 Teslas, if we all do that, you're going to be good. You're going to be free. And by the way, according to Stephen Colbert, it's the only way you're going to have a clean conscience. Because if you're using gasoline, you're helping Vladimir Putin kill little Ukrainian girls. I told you these people are evil. And what they're doing to the American people, to the American middle class, is evil. But you knew it was coming, right? Because in 2020, when Donald Trump was running for re-election, he said, quote, if Biden gets in, you will be paying 7 8 $9. Then they're going to tell you to get out of your car. Well, let me take you back to two days ago when Vice President Kamala Harris said, yeah, get out of your car, along with Pete Booty, get out of your car and get into an electric bus. Trump said that two years ago that they were going to do this. The price of gas right now is unrelated to the war. Why? Well, first of all, we buy less than 10% of our oil from Russia. 
It's about to probably between six and eight percent. But we've already bought our upcoming allotment from Russia. So what you're paying at the pump right now has nothing, zero, to do with Ukraine and the war. Nothing. Zero. It's Biden's policies of restricting domestic production. Wait a minute, he says. I'm not restricting domestic He was asked yesterday in Fort Worth, do you have a message for the American people on prices? They're going to go up. Reporter said, well, what can you do about it? He said, not much, not much right now. Russia's responsible. That's a lie. That's another damn lie from him. It's not true. He said, it's simply not true that my administration's policies are holding back domestic energy production. That's simply not true. Well, he canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. He's halted new drilling permits on public land. He's standing in the way of investment in the oil business. There is no energy company, not one, that's going to spend the money to develop a new lease if they can't build a pipeline to move it. They have to have pipelines, and he's not approving pipelines. Any of them. There's going to be no end to rising gas prices as long as he is using this any, any way but the American way when it comes to fossil fuels. We have to get this administration's foot off of our throats and off the throats of the energy companies and let them do what's best. Oh, you can build windmills and solar farms, start building them, have fun, go right ahead. But right now, this country runs on oil and gas. And it makes no sense for that 30-year-old divorced mom of two or any of the rest of us for Joe Biden to be doing what he's doing. And by the way, the misleading spin yesterday on, I, I did more in my first year in office. We pumped more gas and oil in my first year in office than Donald Trump did in his first year. Okay, play it. It's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. That's simply not true. Even amid the pandemic, companies in the United States pumped more oil during my first year in office than they did during my predecessor's first year. Okay, let's talk about that. Donald Trump's first year was 2017, coming off of four years of Obama-Biden. They had crashed domestic oil production in those four years. Took Donald Trump the first year to rebuild it. Remember, drill, baby, drill, and open up all these leases and get after it. Remember? And after the first year, man, we had gushers in 2018, 2019, and 2020. Gushers. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he pumped more than Donald Trump did his first year. That was after he killed it. And you know what? He's killing it again. And it's not hurting Vladimir Putin. China yesterday said that we're going to start buying more gas and more oil. China Foreign Minister Wang Ji said our commitment to Russia and to Russian oil is rock solid. They've got all kinds of pipelines, about $60 billion over the last five years and more coming from Russia into China. So you're going to be buying your oil from China, but it's Russian oil. That's what's going to happen. This is not hurting Vladimir Putin at all. It's hurting the 30-year-old divorced mama of two. That's who it's hurting. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz said yesterday there's no other way to secure Europe's supply of energy for heat generation, mobility, power supply, and industry. It is therefore our conscious decision to continue doing business with Russian energy. Vladimir Putin is not going to be hurt by this in one little bit. What's happening right now at the price of the pump has nothing to do with the war. Everything to do 
with these mad, crazy mad greenies that are running our country right now. They want you to hurt through higher fuel prices. And it will. 210-599-5555. I got to tell you about our friends over at Barbecue Outfitters. Got the spring sale. And the spring sale is a wonderful thing at Barbecue Outfitters. It's a place that I just absolutely love. Whether you are a barbecue aficionado or you don't know anything about it, well, the fr- your friends over at Barbecue Outfitters are going to get you, match you with the right grill that's perfect for you. And they've got everything imaginable at Barbecue Outfitters. Yes, they got the Traeger pellet smokers, the best thing in the world right now. Everybody's loving them. The big green egg, Weber grills, of course. Barbecue Outfitters have them all. They have all the tools and they have spices and rubs and all that stuff is really cool over there too they got a great group of folks ready to help you and answer all of your questions if you just want to call and fire some questions at them you can or better yet run by and see barbecue outfitters and ask them the questions you want to know and check out the Treyware tech infrared grill when you walk in there it's something to see at barbecue outfitters today 1605 god bless all those heroes in ukraine uh, and now i'm off to texas yeah, now I'm off to Texas. Spins around on his heels and takes off, you know. Won't answer any questions. None. Yeah, that's the contempt which he has for you, the American people. Good morning. It's Ware and Rima. Sean's back tomorrow. Trey Ware here on KTSA. I told you, a little Bobby O'Rourke. I refuse to call him Beto because, you know, all he's doing is being a Hispanic Latino appropriation weirdo. When he went to school at Ivy League school, he said, don't call me back there. I'm little Bobby. So, okay, I'll call you little Bobby. I've invited him to come in here, sit in here, and I've told you many times, I'll lay my AR down here on the counter and tell him to take it. He's welcome to. We'll see what happens, but go ahead. The other side of that is I've also said I, I would ask him, why are more people out of the state wanting him to be governor than people inside the state? Why does he get more money from outside the state than inside the state? But the other day I told you that Blaze Media Sarah Gonzalez was at one of his, uh, I, I guess, town halls or a meeting or whatever, and she pulls out her phone like everybody else does and starts to film what's going on there, right? Here, you know, I'm filming away. And all of a sudden, one of his staffers comes over and tries to yank the phone out of her. You know what? Let her tell the story. Sarah's on the uh, Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, and good morning to you, Sarah, and thanks for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. So what happened? Uh, well, I mean, it was pretty much exactly like you described. I was at the town hall had concluded, the questions had concluded, and everyone was uh, joining Robert Francis, as I like to call him, yes. uh, down on the stage to meet and greet, shake hands, take a picture, say whatever they wanted to say that they didn't get a chance to say during uh, the mic part of the, the town hall. And I took out my phone. I was quiet. I was not disruptive. Uh, I started recording a constituent asking him a question, and his staffer immediately turned and said, oh, no, we're not recording, grabs my phone, grabs my hand, tries to pry my phone out of my hand, at which point Dallas PD comes up, puts their hands all over me, grabs my arm, pushes me uh, down to some steps where I nearly tripped and fell. So (laughs) it really felt a lot like a mafia muscle type situation where the campaign was using DPD as their muscle to uh, to do their bidding. But certainly I was a law abiding citizen. Uh, I did not. Obviously, she had no right to touch my private property to to take it from me. Uh, And then Dallas PD 
really, really, really poor uh, judgment on their part as well, putting their hands on a law-abiding citizen. Well, and I'm sure he hired them or his people hired the Dallas PD as a, a security for the event. Um, and and the, the reason he doesn't want this recorded or his people don't want to record it, because he, he's nothing but air. He's an airhead, you know? Precisely. And so whatever he was going, the answer, whatever it was, they don't want that on the Internet. What they're going to try to do is control him like they controlled Biden in 2020. Precisely, precisely. And, and I think, uh, you know, the, the, there were plenty of people asking questions. I think that their initial problem uh, was a little bit of profiling, honestly, because the man who was asking the question was wearing a cowboy hat. I am a, an observer when it comes to these events. I observe everyone. I, I love people watching uh, at, at political events. And I watched so many people in that room mm-hmm. look at him give him a weird look like, why are you here? You're wearing a cowboy hat. You don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he was the only one, so he stuck out like a sore thumb. And you have to wonder if that played into their judgment of thinking that he may ask uh, Robert Francis a tough question that he didn't want to answer. They don't want the viral video moment. Unfortunately, they don't have a right to shut down uh, you know, someone filming a public interaction at a public forum especially so when I, they were allowing others to record so they obviously knew who you were i mean people see you on the blaze they know who you are these folks know who you are and they didn't want you to have a recording of this uh as you're saying you know somebody asking him a question that they don't want asked or him to answer but everybody else got a chance to record him exactly exactly and you know i mean it's it's interesting because uh i i spoke out about it I've, of course, been called a liar by the left. Um, I've requested body cam footage. I've filed a police report against the staffer. I do have her name and information. I filed a formal complaint against the officer. Um, and you know what? I- I'm not going to let this go um, because I think these people need to be held accountable, especially when you're talking about the crowd who's constantly called for defunding the police, who's constantly told police, hey, we can allow criminals to loot our businesses and burn down our cities, and you're not allowed to do anything. You can't touch them. But somehow... A law-abiding citizen who is not only a reporter but a constituent uh, gets gets roughed up by Dallas PD and and a campaign staffer. I mean that just can't stand. Well, finally, Sarah, this goes back to the soundbite we played at the opening of the segment where Joe Biden yesterday announced he's cutting off uh, supplies from Russia. And then once again, he turned and ran out of the room without answering any questions. This is that whole hubris that the left has and Democrats have right now, that they don't have to answer questions. They're not going to answer questions. And these guys are dumber than a box of rocks, to put it mildly. And so they have to control every aspect of every answer. Can you imagine? Had one of Donald Trump's people, when he was answering questions, would have come over and yanked the phone out and had the PD roughed up somebody who was who was uh, asking Donald Trump. He he would have gone crazy. He answered all the questions in the world. So no, this is all about the Democrats and the left trying to control their messaging. Full stop. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. They know that they can't answer the questions. Therefore, they don't want the questions to be asked, and they are so used to the media. Uh, you know, covering for them mm-hmm. and carrying their water. Mm-hmm. They're not used to being asked the tough questions. But you know what? It, it's it's time. And they, they realize Donald Trump is not in charge anymore. There's no one else to blame. And now they're being asked the tough questions and they have no answers for them. Good job, Sarah. We'll be looking for a follow-up. Thanks for your time this morning. I appreciate it. Check her out on Twitter. Do what I do and follow her on Twitter, but also watch her at The Blaze. Let me get Matt in here quickly before the break. Matt, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Well, good morning, Trey. Thanks for taking my call again. 
But you're spot on when it comes to the oil prices, how, you know, we're just trying to have our own agenda here with America. I mean, you wake up this morning, I see $4 gas prices. But, you know, I talked to my friend Dan over in Russia, and, you know, guess what their gas prices are? What are they? They don't have 80% octane. They start at 92, 9,500, and then diesel. But they're 92 octane, the dollar 80. Yeah, sure. They're, Absolutely. I mean, their, their diesel is a dollar 90. Why? Because Russia pumps. And, well, and we could Russia too. Russia supports 6% of the world's you know, oil. Right. It's only 6%. But also, what happened with the Saudis? Why do we lose the Saudis' oil contract? Right. I can tell you why we lost it because we had a defense contract, you know, with our military for the Saudis. We lost that literally last year, and they signed a new defense military contract with Russia. Well, right. So Russia now sure. has the Saudi oil. And hold on, real fast, when it comes down to all these sanctions on Russia, yep. who cares? Because they're buddied up with China. Everything in the world, you name it, from toothpaste to laundry detergent, your clothes, medication, everything you have comes from China. Hey, just, we as America, we offer nothing. I can't wait for China to sanction us. Just wait until you're buying oil from China that's Russian oil. By the way, you brought up Saudi Arabia, Matt, and thanks for the call. Biden released the 20th 9-11 hijacker from Gitmo back to Saudi Arabia yesterday. Por qué? Why would he do that? And Saudi Arabia is not taking his phone calls. Can you imagine that for a second? King Abdullah 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 not taking a phone call from the President of the United States? You think about that. for just, What does that mean? How far we have fallen in the United States of America when, 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 when our President calls the Saudi King and he goes... I'm not here. <laughs> They're all gathered around the phone like, it's him again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tell him I'm not here. <laughs> I'm down at the bar. <laughs> it's like, this is just, it's insane what's going on. Way to go, Florida. Way to go, Ron DeSantis. Way to go, Florida Senate. I'll tell you more about that. I got a story about millennials I want to share with you. Un momento. And Biden, <laughs> Biden inflation. Boy, it's a messy thing. <laughs> and about to get messier. I'll explain coming up here on KTSA. Good friends over at Amogee Bank to take care of you, to take care of your family for all of your banking services. Everything in between that you need, whether you're looking at a place to park some money, you know, you need accounts like a checking or a savings or maybe a CD, you know, you want your money to grow. Oh, yeah, they got all those services, and they'll talk to you about financial planning and how to really make more money with your money, putting your money to work for you. They'll talk to you about all that kind of stuff over at Amogee. But really, I'll tell you, their, their bailiwick, as they used to say, is right there in, um, in, in how to run and how to make money and how to make your family-run business successful. All right. And they've got the resources, not only the financial resources for your family run business, but they've got the resources in terms of manpower, brain power, uh, you know, legal power in every other way at Amogee Bank to be a full service partner in your family run business. Contact them today. That's Amogee NA, member FDIC. Calm. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Funny as a heart attack. Hilarious. Uh, 754 KTSA, uh, good on you over in the Florida Senate. You passed that bill banning 
the whole uh, indoctrination of the LGBTQ LMNOP lifestyle into kids between the ages of five and nine. Good. Good on you. And it also says that schools have to inform parents. The schools have to open up the records to parents, and they can't play hide the ball with their kids anymore. So good for you in Florida. Lots of good things happening with that uh, future president of the United States, Ron DeSantis, over there. Researchers surveyed 2,000 millennials. They devoted a, um, or, or they devote, millennials devote 150 more hours online than they do to managing their own bank account. They surf streaming services. They look what to eat for dinner. They play games, but they don't think about their finances, ever. Managing money actually fell to the bottom of millennials' priorities list, ranking last on a list of activities that millennials spend time doing. Only 27% of those surveyed confessed to checking their bank account once a week. 45% said they don't even know how much money they got in the bank. Why? Well, maybe they don't have anything, but why is because it's all done electronically. It's all, you know, they auto pay. It's all deposited there. They have no idea. As long as there's something there, when they, <laughs> when they need to pay the hairstylist to make sure that the man bun is looking good, that's the only time they're really worried about they got anything in there. Other than that, who knows? I don't know. Oh, they ain't got a clue. I don't know. Well, I don't know what to go up. Biden inflation. I, I was that way when I was younger. Were you? Know, you? Well, you know when I, you know, when I first started doing this at sixteen, that's exactly how it was because I knew I didn't have anything anyway. We made sixteen <laughs> bucks a week. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> now we're up to twenty-two. Well, that's so, it. You know, and going straight to the oh, top from yeah. there. Right. Biden inflation has now hit toilet paper. It's now in shrinkflation. God, don't don't make that stuff any smaller. <laughs> Please do not make toilet paper any smaller. Thank you. You're going the wrong way with it. I need it to right. get bigger. <laughs> Just saying. You can't spare a square? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. You never square to spare. What they're doing now on these mega rolls, like the 18 count and all that, and it used to be 244. Well, it is 244. That's down from 264 sheets. So they're they're taking the number of sheets off the rolls now, which equates to two and a half rolls. You're getting cheated out of two and a half rolls, one sheet at a time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm gonna have to go back to the catalog, just but you can't find catalogs, <laughs> right? Junk mail. <laughs> just go every other day. <laughs> well, now you know what my life is like, right. don't you? Everybody's gonna it's be about real, right. <laughs> everybody's gonna be real cranky because they're trying to wait as long as they can. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> or share <laughs> irregular times. Irregular times. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, Lord. Share. <laughs> Did I say that? You're so weird. <laughs> Back in a minute. Less energy. That will. That will help. And if we can, if we do, what we can. It will mean that no one has to worry about price of gas pump in the future. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, never let a good crisis go to waste, huh? We'll talk more about that coming up. 807. Trey Ware, KTSA. Sean will be back tomorrow. So they got a gas problem in Seguin and McQueenie, huh? Well, let's find out more about that. Let's go directly to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Mayor Donna Dodgen is here uh, with details about what's going on. Now, um, uh, Madam Mayor, thank you very much for being on with us this morning. I appreciate your time. 
most certainly. Um, first of all, we've reached out to Centerpoint a, a number of times, haven't heard back from them yet, so I just wanted to get the lay of the land from you as to what's going on out there. What's happening? Well, currently, we have about 300 people in town, meaning Centerpoint Energy employees in town, turning off all of the 4,300 gas meters of the customers for Centerpoint. Once that's done, the lines will be bled, and they will begin, they being Centerpoint Energy, will begin the process of turning back on the gas or bringing it back up with the critical infrastructure, health care, et cetera, first. The process to turn every meter off of the 4,300 customers will probably be done estimated about noon today. Then the process of uh, recreating and realigning the system will begin at that point. Hopefully, three to four days. My goal is by Friday, we'll be back up and ready to go. Madam Mayor, is is Seguin fully gas? Or I would guess with only 4,300 meters, it's probably integrated gas and electric, right? Yes, sir. And in fact, majority are all electric. Okay. So I, I would say out of the population, th- this is significant for those 4,300, but this is not impacting the community in a major way. Well, unfortunately, those 4,300, a lot of them include restaurants and uh, our healthcare facilities and our schools. Now, not all of it, not 100%, uh-huh. but yes, it is impactful. Uh, the superintendent of our school district, Dr. Gutierrez, uh, put out a notice yesterday and talked about the kids are coming to school, bundle up, and they're going to have sandwiches at lunch. Yeah, so I, we're not I, stop. We're not stopping. We're just um, uh, bopping and weaving. So I always well, say. no, that's good. I, I'm glad that they stuck with that and decided to have the kids because I was going to ask you about that because Friday is going to be a little bit of a cooler day or a coolish day, and I'm glad they're deciding to hang in there and and continue on um and some pretty big businesses by the way in Seguin of course we know about the 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 big engine plants and all those things that are there so this would probably affect some some major businesses huh we had a discussion with them last night um our economic development director's been in contact with them our city um economic development director and there's a uh, the the largest one CMC and Caterpillar and those sorts of things um are back online um, as well as some of our others. So, yes, it's impactful, um, probably for our smaller ones. I do not know that for a fact, but that's what I would guess. Our larger ones um, are surviving and doing okay. Do you know, and this is Mayor Donna Dodgen from uh, from Seguin, do you know what caused this? No, sir. I Well, this is what I understand. I do have some idea, is that one of the contractors or another company um, – there was some repair being done, and it um, frayed and um, basically failed. Okay, I got you. And we're still talking, what, four or five days, something like that? Yes, but our goal is Friday. Okay, well, let's our get it. <laughs> That's our a... goal is Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a determined mayor right there. I love that. Yeah. I, I love that a lot. All right, uh, Madam Mayor, thank you very much for your time this morning, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch and see how things develop. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Everyone stay safe, and thank you. You bet. Have a good day. Mayor Donna Dodgen from down in Seguin, and I do appreciate her being on. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let's go back um, and talk a little bit about the war. Let's talk a little bit about the gas prices, the rising gas prices, and let's talk about the reality of the situation on the ground and what is really happening 
in uh, with the Ukrainian situation, but more importantly, what is happening with the high gas prices here that we're dealing with. By the way, Vice President Harris is going to Poland right now. She's going to tell Vladimir Putin how life is to be lived. What is she? <laughs> She's a joke. I call her the clown. She's a total clown. And so we have the situation at the border. The border is wide open. And we've had all kinds of murderers and rapists. We've had all kinds of terrorists come across our border. That's a fact. Like it or not, you can jump up and down and get mad if you want, but that's a fact. They have done nothing there, but they're going to go over and fix the Ukrainian situation. Let me tell you something. What they've done with with the rising gas prices, and Joe Biden yesterday said it's all Russia's fault. That is not true. He said if you're paying more at the pump, that's Russia's fault. That's not true. It is his his administration's intent and the Democrats' intent to cause as much pain for you to get you to hate fossil fuels, oil, gasoline, and everything else because the Democrats, they're going to make a ton. I'm talking about shiploads full of cash from switching over because all that money goes to China, and you know the loop. Close the loop. The Chinese money comes right back to them. China's doing solar panels and windmills. And China, by the way, the green energy thing doesn't apply to China. They're bringing in, they're bringing online coal plants at the rate of three per day in China. Brand new ones, brand spanking new ones that didn't exist before. Every single day, three per day. They have hundreds of coal plants in China. And yet, we're giving more and more business to China. The Russian thing, it's a blip on the radar screen. What he did yesterday is a blip. Now, they're going to use that blip to raise your gasoline prices because they want it to hurt for you to buy gas. It's not going to come down. Brad, go right ahead. You're on. Hey, Trey, I almost uh, think we ought to go back to the one-room schoolhouse with a pot-bellied stove for the kids out in Seguin. (laughs) The reason I was calling is uh, electronic vehicle or EV batteries, two main ingredients that go into the manufacture of those is what? Lithium and nickel. Most of the lithium in the world comes from China and the, Russia. Almost said Soviet Union, and maybe I need to go back to that. That's right. Russia is a main supplier of nickel. Correct. So we're going to be counting on those guys to sell us the two main ingredients for us to make the Tesla batteries. Uh, somebody needs a big-time reality. Brad, I'll, I'll make it even better. I'll, I'll one-up you on that. You ready? Just uh, yeah. a few months ago, there was a big lithium mine over in Africa, and the company that was uh, that uh, Hunter Biden was involved in, uh, there was American. Uh, we had American control of that mine. He sold that interest, the largest controlling interest of that mine, to China. So uh, now China owns that mine. China owns most most of the lithium mines, as you correctly pointed out. Russia has nickel and lithium there. And by the way, there's nothing dirtier than mining lithium and and what are you going to do with those batteries when you wear them out in your tesla what are you going to do with the lithium lithium open pit mining tray they have kids young kids uh practically slave labor is what i would call it uh digging that stuff out so yeah we're going to feel good and have a nice green car but it will have uh procured the ingredients for the batteries from slave labor it just makes makes me sick, brother. You have a great day, man. You too. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Warren Rima. Sean will be back tomorrow. Let's talk about this a little bit because the fact of the matter is. And by the way, have you bought your locking gas caps yet? 
I, I said it. I've been saying it all this this way. You better have a lock-in gas cap or three or four or five. It, 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 guys, it'll be on the news. I'm telling you, the, the news people, they listen. They're going to be doing a stand-up at the service station. Have you bought your lock-in gas caps? They've become the, the hottest selling thing on planet Earth is a lock-in gas cap. Everybody needs a lock-in gas cap now. Even if you have, even if the door locks, like it, you have to open it from the inside, because they'll pry it open, and they're going to be sucking your gas out. Because that's liquefied gold, and the prices are going to continue to go up. And, of course, it's not hurting Stephen Colbert or George Sakai. It's not hurting these guys. They're multimillionaires. It's hurting the 30-year-old mom of two who's divorced. That's who it's hurting. She's doing all she can do to put something on the table for her babies. But now she's paying these gas prices. And Joe Biden is a damn liar when he tells you he has nothing to do. He's a damn liar. And if he was sitting in this room, I'd tell him that to his face. He's a damn liar. That this has nothing to do with my policies. I didn't do this. Oh, the hell you didn't. You did it all. The rising gas prices right now have nothing to do with Vladimir Putin and everything to do with Joe Biden and, and the Democrats. The Democrats. He's upset with that sticker that's on all the gas pumps. Yeah, probably so. Boy, <laughs> I need a million of those. <laughs> Just cover the whole gas pump. You know, I haven't done that one time. I haven't because here i am you know somebody's got to go out there and take those things off or that station is in violation if that if that's on there so i haven't done it not even once but i've seen them (laughs) i sure have seen them oh anyway it's a mess it's a mess it's a it's a self uh inflicted wound for the managed decline of the middle class of the united states of america if you watch Tucker Carlson last night, it's like I wrote the script. Everything that he said last night about uh, this doesn't attack Vladimir Putin or anybody else other than the middle class here in America. And, folks, when I say the 30-year-old mom, divorced mom of two, it could be any age. You can pick 44 if you want to, 56. I don't care. You can pick the age. The middle class people are under attack, under assault by Democrats in this country right now. Dan, go right ahead. You're on. Yeah, well, I agree we should be trying to get our materials from our enemies. I wanted to clear up some uh, misinformation about lithium and nickel. Uh, most of the lithium comes from Australia and South America, and uh, there's more nickel mined in the Philippines than in Russia. In fact, uh, the in- Indonesia mines four times as much nickel as Russia. So we're safe there. We should just quit buying it from Russia. But it's not going to cut us off from batteries. Like well, it's not, and it's not hurting Russia. We get six to eight percent of our oil from Russia. This this thing is not hurting Russia at all. Yeah, well, we're not getting any more right now. But what I'm saying is that well, we are getting more right now because there's tankers headed here that we've already bought and paid for. Oh, and it's just like the right. Remember when we cut off buying oil from Iran? Texaco was still buying it. They're going to sneak around the back door. I mean, you have to watch out for that. Well, too. what they're going to do, and, and I've said this over and over again, Dan, they're going to sell it to uh, Russia, and I can name the pipelines right now if you want me to, but they're going to route it through. I mean, uh, through through China, and we're going to buy it through China. I know what you mean. They're going to third party it, and just let, yes, like we do with stuff all the time. Yes, made, somebody's going to make the money. Of course, but but but, but, but who, who but who but who who does it hurt? Since it's not hurting Vladimir Putin, who does it hurt? This is my point. Let's not miss my oh, point here. Would, do you know how much we actually pay for a gallon of gas, how much an American pays for gas? The truth 
it's over $8 a gallon because we subsidize it. Uh, in other countries, like in England, where but they But who is this? Who Who is, look, when you go to the pump today and you fill up today, who is that going to hurt? It hurts whoever buys it. Whenever you purchase them, it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt the middle class in this country. That is the point. And the poor. <laughs> What's exactly. that? Well, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying yeah. we shouldn't be worried too much and use scare tactics about Russia and China having all the nickel and lithium because they don't. All you watch. And and if if you do a little more research into it, you're going to find out that China owns the contract. You're, you're, you're talking about the lithium mining that goes on in Australia and other countries, just like the one, the example I gave you out of Africa. Same exact thing. China has gone around and they have bought up lithium mine contracts all over this planet. You're going to be buying batteries from China. That's where we're going to the, – these, these car batteries – for for Teslas and GMs and Fords, all these electric vehicles, you're buying them from China, baby. And oh, sure. And, and I, when I you do, and when you do, don't be shocked if the Biden family's getting a cut. Well, I haven't seen any evidence of that, but you know, hopefully, if there is evidence, we'll find out. But they are going to build lithium battery plants in the U.S. Isn't that what Tesla's you, doing? You want some? Ev- you want some? Big- you want some evidence about that? Read read red red handed, Peter Schweitzer documented footnoted to the max evidence about all that dan hey man have a good day thank you i gotta tell you about my friends over at primo processing now look with everything that's going on in the world today and you've seen the shortages you've gone to the grocery store you know how hard it is to buy you got to hedge against the rising costs of food as you've been hearing all day long and everything that's associated with the rising cost of fuel the the cost of food is going to go sky high as well as cost of everything is going to go sky high right and that includes the cost of food you need to be doing all you can to hedge against that and primo processing is going to help you do exactly that with their share program which i am into i'm totally into this share program i used to be a rancher I used to put a pig, one one pig and one cow in the freezer every year, and that took care of four of us. Uh, I'm not a rancher anymore. It's just it doesn't fit into my life right now, and I'm way too busy to have to mess with it. So what I'm doing is I'm in a share program with Primo Processing, where I call them. They find somebody who's got some beef. They find somebody who's got a pig or two, and uh, I buy it. And then Primo Processing, they process it for me. It works out great. And I absolutely love it. So if you want to hedge against the sure-to-come rising costs of food and food shortages, get with Primo Processing today. Do not put this off. Do not wait. This is so important you get this done. Call them at 830-521-DEER. That's Primo Processing. Today's AccuWeather forecast, mostly sunny 67. Tomorrow, Suffolk and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon. Because I drive a Tesla. Easy to do when you're when you make 16 million a year. Speaking of making a lot of money, Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman insists he was ready to stay at Fox and be there for a 22nd year doing football. The network never made him an offer. ESPN. Troy's been making 13 a year, 13 mil a year. Not bad for working half a year on a Sunday, at all. one day a week, every Sitting year. Sitting there watching football, <laughs> talking about the game. Talking about football. Yeah. Come on now. How do you get that gig? Uh, you know, winning a few Super Bowls. Well, that'll help. Yeah. Uh, so along comes ESPN. They offer him $90 million. $90 million. That's insane. So he said, uh, he said Fox never jumped in the game. They never made an offer. 
I didn't have any conversations with Fox until I got a call congratulating me on the new deal. <laughs> so, Troy, that means they didn't want you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that means. If if somebody else is courting you and they're going to pay you a ton of money and your current boss doesn't even respond until he calls to say, hey, I'm glad you got yeah. the new gig. Yeah, he's already moved on. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> well, good for him. I mean, that's a pretty hefty chunk of change. He's in Tony Romo ballpark territory now. Well, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, it matches, I think it matches Romo's, what the news right. story was saying. I'm not yeah. real sure what Romo's making these days. But, um, I, t- to me, I, you know, everybody's got their own likes and dislikes about either one. I, I really could care less. A lot of times I just watch it with the sound off mm-hmm. and just right. see what's going on. Yeah. I'd prefer Aikman. I would rather Do listen you? to Troy Aikman. Yeah. Why? I just think he's – he's I, I, Romo just goes on and on and on. Talks too much. Yeah, and yeah. he tries to be funny, and he's not. Yeah. You know, Aikman just sticks to what he has to talk about. It's not like talk show hosts that we know. Right, exactly. They go on and on and on. Right. They're not funny. I, you, know. you know, the doofus in the newsroom, he just goes <laughs> no. on and on. And... No, I wasn't talking about this station. <laughs> <laughs> Present I, company. I, I am. <laughs> I was talking about the doofus in the newsroom over there. Yeah, well, yeah. Over there. Right, that doofus. That's right, a no. different doofus. No, I just think, you know, Troy just seems to, as, as hip as Tony Romo is to what's going to happen, yeah. I think Troy could be just as, as hip to all of that as well. He just chooses not to be. How could you not play in the league as long as he did and be as successful as Troy Aikman Best was? I ever knew in right. doing that was Dad Wynn. I've told you that. Yeah. How many football games I would right. sit around on a Saturday or a Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon and watch with Dad. And I asked him how, you know, because I'm pretty good at defense myself. So I'd ask him, how do you predict every offensive place? I was so small, because we're the same size. Yeah. He and I are. He said, I was so, and you're the same size. He said, I was so small playing out there among those giants that I had to know what they were doing beforehand. I would have been killed. Mm-hmm. And a couple of times, a couple of them did kill me. So it taught me a lesson <laughs> real quick. You learn real fast. <laughs> so yeah. you got to know what they're doing, right. what they're up to. That's all right, man. I yeah. miss that. I thought Dad was going to kill me one day in here. What happened? Well, there, what? Was, there was a guy here named Frank Alosa. Yeah. And Frank and I would just just constantly be just playing these horrible pranks on each other all day long. Sure. And uh, I would, you know, he would come in with his, with his lunch container. I'd staple it shut, mm. you know, that type of thing. Right. Uh, and then one day he had Dad autograph. It's still hanging up on my wall. Autograph it? Yeah. And it was like, uh, to Don, you'll never be as good a news reporter as Frank uh. is. That win. Beautiful. So I thought it would be funny <laughs> to print out a picture of Greg Luganis <laughs> wearing a Speedo. Wearing a Speedo, you know, one of those really small Speedos. Yeah. I printed it out and I put it. Dear Dat, do you want to go swimming later? Greg Luganis. <laughs> right? And I put it on Dat's desk. Oh, great. Didn't think too much about it. No. I'm sitting in here one day, we're doing this live seminar. Because uh, we had this new computer system put in, and there's a room full of people in here, and Dat comes bursting through the door, looks me dead in the eye, and says, "Greg Luganis, huh?" <laughs> I jumped out of my chair. Have you ever seen him and, hit somebody? Yeah, and I, yeah, and I didn't want to be the next. Yeah, so I ran through. I ran into where you are now. <laughs> He's pretty quick. He's very quick. <laughs> He's very quick still. Yeah. Wherever he is. It was pretty funny. I hear from him every once in a while. Still a great guy. Yeah.
All right, quick break here for the news package. Just a couple of seconds. I got to tell you about my friends at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram. How does Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels continue to earn the title of number one volume Ram truck dealer in Texas year after year? Well, their secret is so simple. They put you first. They sell Ram trucks, Dodge and Chrysler cars, and SUVs and fans for less, and they pass those savings on to you. Now is a great time to buy at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram because it is truck month right now, and you can choose from a huge selection of new trucks, cars, and SUVs, all with low, no-hassle posted pricing and more arriving every day. And with every great vehicle purchased in March, you'll get a year of unlimited car washes at the at the wash tub. And for your convenience, they're open extra hours on weekends in March as well, from 11.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. You can shop in person or online or by phone. You can custom order your vehicle to your exact specs. It's no wonder that Blue Bonnet was named a 2021 dealer of excellence by J.D. Power. So I want you to take that short drive to New Braunfels, discover the service and the savings during truck month at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram, where price is the difference, or go to bbdodge.com. Ukraine has a... What? biological research facilities. Oh, yeah? Which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. Yeah, so are you a little bothered by that at all? Good morning. Trey Ware here. It's Ware and Rimashan's back tomorrow. 210-599-5555. So that was Victoria Newland who was shifting from one cheek to the other as she squirmed in the chair back and forth. Oh, man, was she ever, and her lip was quivering. As she was answering the question about numerous Pentagon-funded biolabs in Ukraine. For what? Why is our Pentagon funding biolabs in Ukraine? Now, little Marco set it up to be a cover for for. Uh, Ukraine or whatever, because he said, "Can you guarantee with 100% accuracy that if this is a, if there's a bio incident that Russia got it and did it? Here it is." I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100% it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. No, it's, it's, it's classic Democrat technique to blame on the other guy. But what are they setting you up for, guys? What, what are they laying the groundwork for? What are they preparing you for? And why in the world is our Pentagon, U.S. Pentagon, funding biolabs in Ukraine? Numerous biolabs in Ukraine. Why? Now, I know I've heard all the stories that the reason Putin invaded was that he wanted to get to, to those bio labs because COVID-20 is going to be released very, very soon. And, and Vladimir Putin's actually saving the world and all that kind of crap. All that. Let me just say this. There's enough bad on both sides right now. For take, take everything that you're hearing about both sides with a big grain of salt, okay? Yes, Vladimir Putin is a killer. He's always been a killer. That's what he does for a living. And yes, he's killing right now. But right now, you're also getting a gigantic propaganda push from American media trying to entice us to go to war. There's no doubt that everything that they are positioning and everything that American media is saying is to entice us to get involved in a war. 
slowly and surely, and Joe Biden is taking step by step to get us there. But why in the world would we have Pentagon-funded biolabs in Ukraine, just like we had funded labs in Wuhan? I think it's pretty interesting we haven't heard from Dr. Fouch now in about 14, 15 days, ever since this started. No, I'm not kidding. You, do you remember a, a half a month ago? You you couldn't turn on the TV without seeing the man's face. And I've been joking around over the past several days. Day number 12, where's Tony Fauci? Well, he must be playing with his bobblehead in the corner. Remember that bobblehead thing that he loves to show off at Tim? Look at my bobble. Look at my bobblehead. Where is he? What's he doing now that we're all involved in Ukraine and there's bio labs in Ukraine? All right, just uh, got this email. I won't share the guy's name, but he said this. I just filled up my Peterbilt this morning. I haul construction equipment. Everyone talks about the cost of groceries going up because of shipping costs going up. I'm going to have to charge more to move construction equipment for roads, bridges, and residential areas to be excavated, which means you and I will ultimately pay for his increased cost. Why? Because he sent me a picture of the receipt from the uh, Petro. He went to Petro. $737.78. $737.78. You think you got it bad at 100 bucks? 90 bucks? 737.78. Look, he's got to pass that on. He's got to send that he's got to pass those costs on to us. Earlier this week or last week, I don't remember, but earlier I I, I divided it up for you. I did a 250 gallon tank on a truck delivering whatever in the back that's going to go to walmart or wherever you know it's going to, it's going to supply whatever you're going to buy whatever i'm going to buy and at five dollars a gallon 250 gallons you're at 1250 bucks and they're delivering whatever and they got to pass those uh costs on to you and me your hamburger is going to be more expensive your t-shirt's going to be more expensive everything in the world is going up and it doesn't have to that's the shame of all this the Democrats are doing it on purpose to make you hurt. They rolled out everybody yesterday and said, if you don't want to hurt anymore, get into an electric vehicle. Get rid of your gasoline or diesel-powered vehicle if you don't want to hurt anymore. All right, Ron, go for it. You're on. Good morning, Trey. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've never thought of the word absolutely more often, more so than whenever I listen to you. And that's just a, it's a fact. I do have a voucher report. I read it on the um I was online yesterday as far as where Fauci is and yeah. why he's there. Right. Um, have you heard anything about the witness protection program? <laughs> I understand that's just, I, and as funny as it, I found from what I read, that's a fact. They said that it is a fact. He's in some kind of federal witness protection program laying low under the radar. I hadn't heard that. Even, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just wish I would have my source. I wish I would have had my source sourced a little better so I could. <laughs> but I saw that online. Well, look, literally. maybe they bought him some of those Groucho Mark glasses with the big nose and the furry mustache. <laughs> that, 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 I don't know even didn't know if that would have been. As soon as he spoke, that wouldn't work. It's still, it, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you yeah. did it. Uh, put a mask on. Yeah, that's right. The Groucho Mark's nose and glasses with the furry mustache and a mask. Hey, Ron, thanks, and I appreciate you listening, man. Yes, sir. You're welcome. Have a good day. Johnny, fire away, man. What's on your mind? Good show. Good morning. Uh, talking about the Bidenflation shrinkflation. Here's yeah. a, a classic example. 
We buy bird feed at Costco in 2019, and I'm looking at the bags right here. I paid 30 pounds. I paid 15.99 a bag. Then in 2020, they changed it, or, or actually, I'm sorry, I paid 40 pounds uh, for uh, 15.99. Then they changed it the next year in 2020 to a 30-pound bag for 17.99, yep. and it is now a 30-pound bag for uh 19.99 so it's gone from 21 to 15 to uh, it's just out of out of that shrinkflation yeah sure did you say bird seed wild bird feed at yeah. Costco. yep we feed the birds every day yeah i do too uh we, we have our favorites we've got the cardinals and we've got some uh, golden cheek and stuff like that and and, and hummingbirds uh, have you tried to buy hummingbird feed lately no no oh, i lord I, my own sugar and water for that well i'm, I'm you know what i'm gonna start because that's insane right it, um no you're absolutely right i don't know if you uh, caught the story earlier but i was talking about how Charmin and others are now cutting the size and no, no joke not making this up they're cutting the size of toilet paper down the same thing so you're getting on average per package two and a half rolls less and you know what else they're doing they're cutting the width because i <laughs> i used my toilet paper used to fill up the whole spool it's about a half an inch to an inch no seriously right? uh w william william sent me a text earlier he said exactly right they, you know and i hey listen i don't need them to go smaller this is a time in my life i need it to be bigger <laughs> it's going to filter down to the nfl and go into sports games too well it's going to hit everything and 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 the thing is johnny and thank you for the call man have a great day keep feeding them birds it it doesn't have to be folks I'll give you one other example, and then I got to take a break, and I'll come back and I'll I'll take some more calls at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. So you've heard about government shutdowns, right? Every couple of weeks, we got to shut the government down. I'm like, shut her down, and then I hear from people, well, no, you can't shut it down. I'm a government employee. U.S. federal government's number one size employer of on the world on the planet. So if you shut it down, okay, I can't make it. You can't do. You can't shut it down. I'm like, shut her down. I don't care. Now Congress has one job, guys, one job, and that is to put together a budget. They they hold the they hold the purse strings. They're supposed to put together a budget, fight over it, hassle back and forth, scream at each other, throw stuff at each other. It's supposed to be a nasty fight over the budget. And then they send it to the president after they decide what's going to be spent on. Well, they haven't done that in years, decades. They haven't put together a budget like that. They do a what's called a CR, continuing resolution. And it goes for a few weeks, and then it runs out. And now we're at it again. Now, these continuing resolutions are thousands and thousands of pages long. The one that they're working on presently is $1.4 trillion dollars. It's due in committee today. Thousands of pages, $1.4 due in committee today. They haven't even written it yet. So how, how are anybody who wants to take a serious role in watching our government spending, how are they supposed to do this when they don't even have it yet? They can't even look at it yet. They're supposed to vote on it in committee today. It doesn't exist. They're going to make it up. But, oh, don't worry. 100% are going to vote yes on it. Why? Because they put $14 billion for Ukraine in there. $14 billion for Ukraine. 
you tell me one lawmaker today that's going to vote no on a bill that has 14 cents, much less 14 billion for Ukraine. Back in a minute, Charles, you'll be up first. I'm going to tell you about Barbecue Outfitters. Man, this is a place that I just love hanging out, talking to the guys, seeing what's going on with the latest grilling stuff. I don't know if you're a, if you're a griller or not. It doesn't matter. If you are and you've been grilling all of your life, good for you. Barbecue Outfitters has stuff for you. But if you're just now getting started, they got stuff for you, too, over at Barbecue Outfitters. They got the big green egg. They got the Traeger pellet smokers. They got the Weber, every Weber you can imagine. All outdoor kitchen products right now. You All qualifying grills. Going to get your choice of instant indoor rebates or 12 months, 0% financing. It's the big spring sale at Barbecue Outfitters going on right now. I just want you to stop in. Say Trey sent me by to take a look around if you have not done that yet go by today and take a look at what they've got they include free assembly and free in-home service for one year as well at barbecue outfitters the real experts for your grilling take it to an all-new level that's barbecue outfitters all right well sean will be back tomorrow I got to say to the Honorable J.D. Hayworth, he's done a great job filling in, doing his thing here. And uh, his book is still available, by the way, if you want to read some good work on the border and everything that's been going on at the border for a long time. He, he stood up against amnesty. Stood solid when they were pushing for amnesty before. We could use a man like him back in Congress again, whatever it takes to name the book. Check it out find it on amazon but he's done a a great job filling in and i'm sure this is not the last time today will not be the last time that you hear jd hayworth here i'm quite sure he'll be back again but sean will be back tomorrow and i will be too i'll be here at 5 a.m tomorrow morning and i uh, i love you san antonio so appreciate it very much